Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. God. Do I love that? Uh, Do I love that? Rana, I that finished me off with my steps for the day. I have to tell you. <laughs> did her, did you did your Fitbit start buzzing? I was at 9997. <laughs> and look at you. See, now that is a perfect start to the conversation about the COVID cake. You know what? You're not wrong. Listen, first of all, it's so good to see you. We haven't had a cake. It has been, I mean, it's been a minute since we've had a Kiki. It has been a minute since we've had a Kiki, and it is yeah. so fun. It's just us it's just in us the carriage fun. house today. Mm. But I love that you mentioned your steps. Oh, look at you. Well, we'll get to that ritual in a minute. Okay. Because I feel like the way to start this conversation is to talk about COVID in general and the fact that when I say COVID, I mean Whatever version of the quarantine people are experiencing sure. in their lives right now, we're not there talking about the virus. No, we're yeah. talking about the we're talking about this time in history. Yes, which I tend to refer to as COVID. Yeah, uh, and because it sounds biblical, it does. Which, well, I, which I like during COVID, during COVID, before yeah. COVID, post COVID. Yeah, BC, I mean we're not at post COVID, but BC. AD. Well, not AD. I guess that's the dominion. But in any event, I think something that's become really uh, important for people, and I think it sort of touches everything we're going to talk about today, are the ideas of ritual. Mm. And and I think nostalgia has been a really big theme for people. And when we talk ritual, we're not talking like sacrificing people. Well... No. Well, you know, a few have a few have been left by the wayside <laughs> during this. I think I think we yeah, we're talking about sacrificing of your friendships, but we're not talking about maybe like an Aztec sacrifice. Right, that's what I meant. We're not we're mean. not in um what's the one with Mel Gib- that Mel Gibson directed? Apocalypto. We're not in Apocalypto. Oh, one of your what? favorite movies, which Ronnie, you have a real have to, violent side. That's why did all you I have, have to, to bring it up? Why did you have to bring it up? Everyone knows I have a complicated relationship with Mel Gibson. Rana, he one of the greatest Nazi, one of the greatest Nazi filmmakers of all time. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I mean, what do you mean? He's best friends with Jodie Foster, and she said he's fine. I don't know what you're talking about, Brad. You're right, and she's a really reliable narrator in that. She's she is (laughs) poor Jodie Foster. She was so grown up when she was young. Yeah, and now she has like a teenage brain now that she's old. I mean, her movies went from Silence of the Lambs to like The Beaver. You know. Oh, the beaver. Remember that? Oh, how could you bring up the beaver? I know. Nell, though, is an all-time favorite of ours, of course. That was, I think, I think that is the most, that is the emblem of Oscar grab. You know what I mean? Of, like, just making a movie to get nominated for an Oscar. I think that was, like, the peak of that. Yes, though you had to, in order to go through the shoot, you had to believe 
that there was some merit to whatever this performance was. That yeah. You, you had to say, you know what? That's I'll go to North Carolina and I'll I'll show up in the woods and I'll uh, I'll tuck gibberish for two and a half hours and pretend I'm you know out of a Rudyard Kipling story or something like that. But my point about rituals is that. I guess you'd sort of borderline fetishizing things. But I think what happens when you are, when you are, uh, unmoored, restricted. Sure. Yeah. And unmoored, which is mm. an interesting combination because that's sort of how it feels to have the walls coming in on you a little bit. Yeah. And just let, and look, I'm not talking, we're talking really about how this affects people in the everyday. And yes. there is such a spectrum inside of that of people that are truly, truly suffering and people that are living a very comfortable life, but that their normal everyday life has just been curbed and changed a little bit. And freedom is an important feeling to people. And I think that there's, val- there's absolute validity in all of those things on that spectrum. A hundred percent. Of course, we need perspective and have to say, aren't I lucky that I live in a gorgeous carriage house in Marblehead, Massachusetts, even right. though I wish I was you know, in Europe or in sure. Los Angeles or right. in El Paso, Texas. And or sort of wh- think wherever. like, aren't I lucky that I have a man around this house who is willing to step up to the plate, <laughs> defend the property, refuses and do right to by hang, me. hang the painting in my office that I asked if he could just help a little bit with that. Rana, I don't know how to do anything Does like it that. Not, that's not true. You're very good at taking things off walls and putting them back on walls. <laughs> You mean taking things? Yeah. Yes, I am. That have already been hung up and put taking them yeah, off. Yeah, but the things that are he- you don't mind moving things that are heavy. No, I don't. You're a gentleman. But I couldn't actually. I don't have the patience to do the. That's what do you not, call the thing? The level. That's and not the this. for you. No, that is not your lot in this life, dear. No. You are for other things. Thank you. But you are very chivalrous, and you don't mind helping to move something that's heavy or getting the door, carrying something in from the car. I don't. It's a wonderful quality. Thanks, Rana. So what we're talking about is the fact that in the everyday, people are doing certain things to either give themselves a little equilibrium, little things that they're looking forward to, whether it's, I know I need to get my walk. I know I need to get 10,000 steps before 11 a.m. Sure. Maybe that's one for somebody. Well, yeah, sure. Me. Yeah. I mean, it is. And a lot of those are high steps, by the way. And some are kicks. So, <laughs> it depends on what I Do you get extra credit to. for a kick on the Fitbit you know, app? I don't know. But I have to tell you, I'll tell you what I don't like. Yeah. Because I use my iPhone. I don't use a Fitbit. I wondered, it was my next question, if you were an Apple Health or a Fitbit. or I'm an Apple Health, but I think it's all, I think that it might not be as accurate because it said I walked 150 flights of stairs today and I didn't walk one. So you didn't do any hills. I did, but not 150 flights. But did you? If you did hills, that's what it's counting as flights, right? But 150. 155 is really. You probably did about 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. So what have been your rituals Mm. uh, to keep yourself even? Every day starts with a full release of everything, every bodily, you know, fluid, every, anything that's stuck up inside me, any any moaning yeah. I have to do, I am releasing. Oh, you do your keening? I do my keening, I do First my First thing in the morning, really? Usually I'll lay in bed and just do like a, uh, like that. Did you say your keening and your moans? Are those two different things? Well, the keening is more of an extended moan and the, or I'm, I'm keening and sighing. Okay. Yeah. And so then- I get in, I, go, I get and up. do you just do that on your own or is there a guide for that? Did you see a YouTube video on it? Did you read something about it? No, I just sort of did it. I just sort of 
do it. Started doing it. Started okay. doing it. Although I do meditate sometimes. Um, but anyway, so this let's say this morning, and this is pretty much every morning. Okay. I wake up. I go to the kitchen. I I don't know if you've heard. It's a really good coffee. It's called Ask Rana. I do the shades of vanilla. You should check it out. But <laughs> I make my coffee. Yeah. I put a little bit of my cream in it. I drink my full cup of coffee. Uh-huh. I do my next release, which is coffee induced. Are you that regular? I am. I have, ne- you know, I bragged to a friend. This is getting gross, but I bragged to a friend the other day. I have never, I think the one time I was constipated, I was like 12. Lucky you. I know, well I mean, oiled. really, I didn't know we were going to talk about that today. I mean, we, I but, don't know why. But, well, what do you think? All these people listening aren't thinking all day long about when they're going to go to the bathroom and when they're not going to go? That's all people can think about. When I'm we talk very about grateful for it. Ritual and fetishizing things. Believe me, everybody's thinking about going to the bathroom. And then I do, so then because I do- Because also a cl- when you're stressed out, a yeah. very common thing is to sort of gird your loins or to- Hold your kidneys. And yep. the constipation is really also very much a sign of stress. And so I can't – and then I immediately do a workout. Which is I why can't... I love natural calm at night. I will oh, take sure. natural calm. I don't know do if you've you? ever taken that. Yeah. I know magnesium. about it. Magnesium. Magnesium drink. Oh. Yeah. Usually, if you're having any trouble, that'll. it's a very natural way to help you get back to business. And then I go – I do a workout. My, my I rotate between – I do a training mate one day, which is like a hit class, which, by the way, it's only $79 a month, and it's my favorite hit class I've ever taken. Really? And you don't need fancy equipment for it. So I actually – and now it's based in L.A., but now that everything's online, yeah, um, you can get it anywhere, and it's, it's my favorite one. And um, – then I, uh, after that, I take my shower and I start my day. You know, usually it's, I have to get everything creative out of the way in the morning so okay. that by usually around noon, I can just get to like the busy work. So you, if you have any writing or anything like that, you do that first. Right after the workout. Fascinating. And so at this point, it's probably like nine and I kind of do that till like 12. Oh, you get up at about six. I usually get up at about six. Yeah. And because I go to bed at like nine. Yeah. 9.30. Look at you. So <laughs> when does the walk happen? The, in the, okay, usually in the early evening. And actually, I should also say that there are times when I do, I try to do a walk almost every day, but on the days that I don't do a workout, I'll go on like an extra long walk. But I usually go on the walk around like five. And you feel like that is what you feel like this is all keeping you regular, so to speak. And it's, you know what? It's just, is like anything that will help me, I don't know, just cut the nerves off my body a little bit. Yeah. And anytime I do something like that, I've never felt worse and I've never regretted it. How many cups of coffee are you drinking a day? This is my third. Right. Yeah. Has it ever occurred to you there could be a correlation? And I say this as a coffee influencer who sells coffee. I've heard of it. So I shouldn't even be saying this. Okay. Has it ever occurred to you that there could be a correlation between the nerves you're trying to cut off your body (laughs) and the five cups of coffee that you drink a day? (laughs) You know, yes, but I love (laughs) drinking coffee so much that I just don't. I'm so afraid of that first week of cutting back that I just yeah. haven't done it. But so what is it that you love? I mean, I agree. I love a cup of coffee, which is why, of course, we're selling coffee. And we have an incredible coffee review that I want to read. But I'm curious, 
why you love drinking coffee so much. Because it ju- I like something that makes me feel like, all right, let's do it. Like, let's go. And I feel like I also work out harder at when I'm caffeinated. But you could cut coffee off at two in the afternoon or something like I, you, that. I do, actually. I usually cut it off by like, by about two. Yeah. So you have four cups of coffee before two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> What's your ritual? Uh, well, as everyone knows, I'm a swimmer, I'm a walker, I'm yeah. a pelotona. And, oh my goodness, mate. Are you kidding? Who is that ne- this time, Rana? You know what? It's my own fault. Is it Cody? Went, it's not Cody Rigsby? Yeah. You know, if anyone out there knows Cody Rigsby, I've been trying to get my hands on him to bring him on the show. He's a Peloton instructor. He's too, he's my Peloton instructor. Oh, okay. But he's too busy for me. He's too right. busy for me. I emailed him even personally to ask him if he wanted to come on the show. And he didn't Got get it. back to you? No response. But I know he's very busy, so I'm going to see if he gets back to me. But if anyone I, knows oh, Cody yes. personally and they listen to the show, they could then vouch for the show and tell Cody what he's really missing by not being in the carriage house. I also wanted to say- he, I, We are welcome with him with open arms whenever he wants Whenever to he wants. Yeah. I mean, I don't really need him here, but- Oh, you don't know what you, you don't know how badly you need Cody. I know, but you really talk him up, Ron. And I have to be honest with you. It's a little, it's. He's jealous. You feel a little jealous. I feel degraded. Why? <laughs> degraded or downgraded? Downgraded. Right. But I think You're, he would you make... are never going to be my fitness instructor. Ron, I told it's you. It's a different relationship. I told you we could do, um, we could do squats all up and down the driveway if we wanted. Okay. Yeah. So I do my Peloton. Everyone knows Cody is my favorite instructor. Uh, and I swim, of course. In my, That, for me, I think swimming is key. Sure. Because to me, there's something about getting in the water that no matter what's going on, you really it really does change your whole perspective and give you a real calm. And even when you think, oh, I don't feel like swimming today, and then you go and you do it, you as you said, you never feel worse. You always feel better for having done it. Totally. Uh, I have something called the DB method that I'm using to do squats at home, which is a Ooh. squat machine. It is approved by Mount Sinai in New York. And what it really is, is just an assisted squat machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've you do those. squats, but you don't have to worry too much about your balance. Yeah. Which sometimes you can hurt your lower back if you don't have that balance. And really getting your glutes to fire is very important. Yep. Uh, and I love a, ver- a long walk is really important to me. Yeah. And I think it's a great way to leave your house. I mean, it gets it can get a little bit, you know, people are wearing masks, they're not wearing masks. That can get a little bit, uh, you know, anxiety inducing at moments. But I do love, I think, nature, forest bathing we've talked about, which is basically walking around uh, in a beautiful grove of trees and letting the essential oils and the scents of the trees bathe over you. And which you're is naked? Just, no, you're not naked, dear. You're wearing athleisure wear. Well, remember sen- when that person- In a person, sensible shoe. Do you remember when that person ran into uh, Hillary Clinton taking a walk in the woods and she was naked and they took that picture? <laughs> She was certainly vulnerable. I don't know if she was naked, but I, I thought that was so naked. human that when Hillary lost the election, she just spent the next month walking around the trails in Chappaqua. Because what would you do? You would just say, I'm going to go for a walk and I'll be back in six hours. Yeah. I just have to think. And I would or buy not, a pack of cigarettes along the way. Yeah. 
Were you ever a smoker? I was in college. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. I feel like the the coffee and the smoking, that feels like it would be fun for you. I, oh, I fantasize yeah. about smoking. Yeah. And I know that it's not anything anyone should pick up, but there is something I think so glamorous about it. Sure. <laughs> not Until- smoking in front of a grocery store at 11, 12 p.m. That, or 1 p.m. Any daytime smoking is nauseating. I think smoking and walking is disgusting. It's disgusting. First of all, I also think eating and walking is disgusting. Yeah, but I do that too. Unless it's an ice cream cone. That's the only thing I could possibly... Well, you, you'll you eat in your car on your lap at a stoplight. You're one of those 100%. people. A hundred percent. Yeah, I would never in a million years do such a thing. Oh, I do. I think eating and walk, eating and smoking and walking, absolutely. Okay, listen, but that's I'll not why I'll eat a salad in my car while I'm driving. I know that. I just accused you of it one second ago. And there's no question I will look over at a stoplight and see you... F- not f- knocking something back on your way to somewhere else. Remember in Food Public Enemy? Fuel. Do you remember in Public Enemy when James Cagney takes the grapefruit and smashes it in that woman's face? I don't. Well, there was a famous scene of him taking grapefruit and smashing it in his girlfriend's face. I do that to my own face. <laughs> the only problem with that is that a grapefruit smells terrific. It does, but it gets sticky after. Um, and then the other thing is our friend Lamorne Morris, who we uh. had on. Fabulous. Was that Such a fabulous a star. episode two he, episodes ago? It honestly was wonderful. And he did a coffee commercial for us, excuse me. Don't I know it? With tricks was, and everything. I mean, talk about a release, a morning release. He did, no kidding. And he also did a lot of physical comedy. I mean, I hope he puts that on his reel just like I put these on my acting reel. He went, he went out of his way. But he told us about Palo Santo. Yes. Which is a wood that comes from, I want to say either the Paraguayan or the Brazilian forest. Yes. And it's a ritual. It's like sage clears the air and then Palo Santo revitalizes the air. And it's like, I just bought some and it's um, like $6 for a pretty chunky stick. And I bought like three of them. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. Yeah. I I can't wait to hear that you hate the smell of it. Well, I'm gonna. That's why if I hate the smell, I thought I'd test it in your bedroom first, just to see if. Well, Brian, don't, I, I mean, no one believes that. Well, then in your bathroom, maybe or something, in or in the bedroom? sauna, in the spa, in the sauna. Why don't you just sniff it first before you light it and see how you like it, or try it outside? Okay, I'll try it. outside. You could try it in the sauna. It might be nice in the sauna. You know what I would really like to do is use this as a little cologne. I would, what I would really like to do is bathe the lobsterman with it because he doesn't take hints about showers. So. No, he could use an exorcism probably also. You know, he uh, told me he had a piece of glass stuck in his foot since he was 15. You know, that does, I, could, I can't think of something that surprises me less than what you just told me. Because we wanted to go on a run and he goes, oh, there's glass in my foot. And I said, well, take it out. He goes, I can't. It's been in there since I was 15 and I just don't want to go to the doctor. How deep is it in? Pretty deep. And it, it makes a lot of sense because I just sort of thought he walked with like a sexy swagger, but no, he's limping. Fascinating. Yeah. But he's afraid to have it removed. Mm-hmm. The feet are delicate. The only problem with having something removed from your foot is he might end up with stitches and he might have to, you know, I know, I know he loves to work out just like you and that he wouldn't be able to work out for like, you know, four days. Or That's something. the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, it's interesting because a couple of – so people were wonderful and wrote in to us. They did with some beautiful pictures things. even. Yeah. And two of the pictures actually relate to something that I would consider in the world of ritual. 
Well, maybe you'd consider it hobbying. I don't know. We'll I would consider it in the world of no way, Jose. Something but... you'd never do. <laughs> AKA gardening. Yes. Right? That would give me such anxiety. Uh, gardening to see if you mean if it didn't grow, you'd be so you'd be worried. Oh my god, grow. I would beat myself up about it all the time. Is it growing fast enough? Yeah, Did am I, water I doing this right? right? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's terrible I that know. you're giving yourself such a hard time over a little basil plant or a <laughs> succulent. If it doesn't grow, you can just throw it out. That's true. But uh, we did get amazing um, pictures and, and- We did. So here's one we got. Do you want to read this one or shall I? Go for it. Okay. Dear Rana and Brian, we have to say everyone was so amazing and- uh, before we go any oh, further, I mean, we have to, we've completely, we, have we to, buried the How did we not here. start this episode? I know. Thanking. That, Rob, you say the last name, Rana. Rob Hoppe Design. There it is. Rob Hoppe. At Rob Hoppe Design on Instagram. Are you kidding? This guy is an artiste. He is the one who made the uh, COVID Kiki poster. Yeah. For us. He designed the whole thing. He. I'm glad he used my natural body. That was really, really nice. Um, and the hibiscus flower in your hair. And the hibiscus in my hair. And Liz legs on the side of the pool. And the lobster holding the coffee. And you and your leopard with a leopard. I mean, it was really very cute, I have to say. It, I'm, t- hoping, I'm hoping he's going to take a crack at our coat of arms uh, that Me we mentioned too. on Patreon. It is the most fun image. What a talent that guy is. And he also did an image just for Liz legs. So we'll post that. Uh, I, oh God, it's so good. Which we can consider that maybe we'll have it. Uh, maybe we'll have it printed for her as a wedding gift. As that a would be oh, right. Yeah, that's a great idea. People want us to sell the COVID Kiki uh, image that he did, but I think we should send Liz Legs her a poster of her for her wedding. Couldn't what do you agree say? more. That's okay. A beautiful. If you're idea. listening, Liz Legs, or if your sister, who appears to be your agent Carolyn, is listening. Yep. Uh, Dear Rana and Brian, a little luxury I discovered during quarantine is La Fermiere yogurt. I'm so glad you read this one because I could not pronounce it. deliciously velvety French yogurt available from Whole Foods, fresh direct, the usual suspects. What's extra special about the yogurt is that it is packed in delightful little glazed terracotta pots that are begging to be reused. I ordered some mini succulents from Etsy and planted them in the empty pots. Very sweet. That My daughter sweet. gave them to her friends at a socially distanced middle school graduation picnic, and we kept a few to perk up our porch. Thanks for keeping me company during quarantine. Kiss, kiss, Jessica. And by and the way, is- these terracotta parts, uh, pots, excuse me, are so cute. Yes, and we'll post a picture on our Instagram, but I printed it out so people could see it. Did you ever hear of this yogurt, Rana? La Fermier, uh, yeah, or Fermier, yes, I have. Um, but I tend to go for the San Benoit personally. What's that? It's another yogurt that comes, but it comes in little glass pots, not in terracotta pots. And these are, I mean, these are really cute. This yeah. is a, a great idea. We got another gardening one. We do. You want to read this one? I'm happy to. Dear Rana and Brian, greetings from Saigon. Does that Vietnam. not impress you, Rana? <laughs> yeah, Vietnam. Yeah. Um, Does it not impress you, Rana? <laughs> I don't have a carriage house, but my balcony has been a bright bright spot for me during the pandemic. During lockdown, I worked on improving my balcony garden. Now that friends can sit on the balcony with me, I've been making cocktails with all my fresh herbs. Wow, that sounds incredible. I love that. Recently, friends have enjoyed a basil gin smash with Thai basil and lime and a non-alcoholic rosemary syrup soda. 
I mm. also use my fresh lemongrass in, in this recipe for homemade tonic from Pinch and Swirl. It's so much better than the tonic you buy in the store. My aloe plants are growing crazy, so I also give my visitors a little terracotta pot with a baby aloe to take away for their own balconies. So cute. Nature is so healing. Even this small balcony <laughs> garden has been such a solve. Another bomb for the solvent bomb right back to back. Pinch and swirl and solve and bomb. Swirl, healing yeah. nature. Another yeah. bomb for these tumultuous times is listening to you two. Oh. Your, your warm hearts and commitment to bringing lightness and fun are so greatly appreciated. You have really made life easier these past months. Thank you. Warmly. Jessica, this is the coziest letter I think we've ever gotten, Rana. So sweet. And then this is her, these are her mini aloe plants. So cute. And I'm doing visual aids today because what we're going to do is we're going to put this up on our YouTube, the whole episode for a treat for people so they can watch us doing the episode. It'll be at youtube.com slash askrana. That's right. Uh, And then this is her balcony in Saigon. I love the idea of growing your own herbs to, to put them into cocktails. That's so cute. Such a fun idea. And I think it's so in keeping with the whole quarantine. Another one of these themes that keeps popping up in quarantine is, I don't want to call it DIY because that makes it sound like a hobby. I think, you know, nostalgia, but also this idea of how can I use everything to the last drop? Yeah. So I, I'm getting a CSA box or a farm box or whatever. Well, I normally wouldn't use all of the sage. How am I going to use all this sage? What am I going to do? Something I would do. One thing you could do, you could use it in a cocktail. Or you, I love frying a sage leaf. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. And adding that either to a pasta or, I mean, I love a lightly fried sage leaf. Actually, Another thing you can do, Ron. Incredible flavor. Yes, dear. You can put, and this sounds crazy, but you can always put herbs that you might not be using and just boil them in water and your house will smell incredible. Absolutely. The other thing you can do is shove them down your drain. I hate to say it. Half a lemon, a piece of a lime. Sure. Make sure, I mean, look, you got to make sure you have the right uh, garbage disposal. Yes. You can't just, not everybody's can handle that. But you're right. It adds like a freshness to the whole kitchen. I love that. Uh, I also love putting herbs on a set. I love like a Little jam salad or or I really like that hydroponic lettuce. And then I like to just chop up some herbs, put that on a very simple vinaigrette. That's one of my favorite things. What does hydroponic mean? Just like extra water? No, it means it's it's grown in like a nursery in a hydroponic bed. So if you think about how they grow marijuana in a nursery, that's hydroponic also. Got it. Now, someone named- So are you getting a- high? Yes, I'm getting high on my lettuce, Brian. Come on. On my grass. Someone named <sighs> A-M-N-D-A-D, Amdad, wrote to me on, uh, DM'd me and said, this, these are the things that are getting her through. Okay. Podcasts like you two, proud new carriage house member, lots to catch up on, couples therapy with f- fabulous Andy and Naomi from la- last week. The best. Even the rich, less culturistas keep... Why am I advertising other people's show? Okay. You must remember... Blah, blah, blah. Okay. While working on her garden. All of this while working on her garden. I'm no expert on it, but it's it's something I'm getting more proud of. I've also discovered the games Gardenscapes and Homescapes. 
They're very soothing and fun. I don't know what those are, but if you're a person who's looking for a gardening game, I sure. probably would share that with you. I mean, if you're a person who's looking for a gardening game, I mean, but then you're a person who's looking for a gardening game. I guess you've already found it. If you're a person looking for a <laughs> gardening right. game, you've probably already found Pretty it. Pretty specific ask. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Hi, I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. And yet we're married? And we're quarantined together because of the global pandemic and also because of love. Mm. We started a podcast at the beginning of quarantine called Stay F. Homekins. It was supposed to be a limited series that we thought would be done by now. (laughs) (laughs) But we're still doing it. Join us as we catch up and talk about whatever we end up talking about that week. It's like having a couple friends over to your home. Friends you can't see or talk back to. Those kinds of friends. It's just loose and fun. (laughs) Let's not overthink it. Come on. Stay F. Homekins comes out Late Friday night or early Saturday morning, depending on where you live in the world. Wherever you get your podcasts. Stay stay safe, stay stay sane, and stay stay home. Uh, So speaking of using things beautifully, having people over to your balcony, making signature drinks for them. Sure. Obviously, a big thing you and I have been talking about is how to entertain during quarantine. That's right. We've talked so much about COVID kikis, what that means, a social distance hang. And inside that category, there is just a plethora of ideas about how to make the one little thing we're probably all allowed to do, which is be six feet away from each other. The one thing that's giving us something to look forward to. Ideally outside. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I won't have anybody in my home. No. Uh, I mean, but you sort of had that rule before this. That's that's true. <laughs> In many ways, I have quarantined myself from society uh, long before this. But so that's kind of a fun jumping off point, because I feel like inside of discussing a COVID kiki, there are so many touch points of what we've been doing to kind of bring uh, bring a little bit more beauty and luxury. And I would say, with at the risk of sounding, uh, you know, provocative, sensual pleasure to our lives. Because I think that is the sort of thing that people are really tuning into right now. Yeah. How something smells, how something feels. And really Back coming to the basics. Completely. And coming back to the question that like, I think we've just ignored for so long of just like, what feels good for me? What is something yeah. that makes me feel good? Um, and I don't know. That's been nice to rediscover. And I should have said this at the top, and I'm going to say it now as we move into this section. People should listen very carefully today because this episode is like a watching one. Yep. 
So this is this is our gardening game. That's this. That's right. We're playing homescapes and gardenscapes here. Yep. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be giving away certain items this Tuesday on our Instagram. If you're not following us already, you better get with the program and do that because it's driving me up the wall. I have enough quarantine anxiety. Now I have to worry about that. I don't have a blue check mark. I know. Follow us on Instagram at us. You Rana. have a blue check mark. I don't have a blue check mark. Rana, it's absolutely. Think I about mean, that. It's, un, it's, it's, sho- it's shocking. I mean, it really is. What I mean, kind of a world are we living in? What do you mean? Well, you have a blue check mark, ki- and I don't have a blue check mark. Just because you're the star of nine one one on well, Fox, that's overstating it. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I don't think we need to say who who am I. You know, I just sort of like you deserve one, and I think everyone deserves it. Who's in this room right now? What I'm learning is it doesn't matter what someone deserves. There's no way to tell who they give them to and who they don't give them to. Right. I mean, okay. I don't know how to win this one. I'm not sure you can. <laughs> We both win if I get a blue check mark. That's true. Because I'll stop talking about it, and also the show will have a blue check mark. I'm not going to stop talking about it. But if you're not following us at Ask Rana, do that. And then on Tuesday, there's going to be a chance to win uh, some of the things that we mentioned today. But you're going to have to listen very carefully because there's going to be trivia questions, that sort of a thing. And one of the things we'll be giving away, and I hadn't mentioned it, I've just been dancing around till now. Uh Is this gorgeous? This one? Kiss, kiss mug developed just for our audience. So, so cute. you will be the first person because they're not widely available yet, which they will be. Uh-huh. You will be the first person. It'll be you, me, and Brian will be the only ones with kiss, kiss mugs. There you go. Yeah. They're so cute. It's my favorite mug of all time. So let's talk COVID Kiki. Let's do it. How, where, where would you like to start with this entertaining? Do you want to start with drinks? Sure. What's your jam? Well, my first question to you is, do you have an outfit that you like to wear? Is this something that you want to wear when you come to someone's COVID cake? Is that important? When you prepare to go to a cake? Sure. Let's take it all the way back to that. What is, what is your plan when you I, attend someone's cake? Okay, fair enough. If it's an outdoor, and I have it here, this is from REI. It is the GCI Outdoor Lawn Chair. It depends on where you're going. If you're going oh. to a park, this is literally the best lawn chair in the game. And it's only like $27. And what's nice is- I can't is, believe it. And what's nice is it can like a, adjust to your back. So you're never uncomfortable with it. It always is. It's one of the lower ones, but they sell higher ones too. I just like the lower ones a little bit more. It has like a drink holder and all that stuff. And it's- weighs nothing and you just like it has a little strap here you put it on your shoulder you're out the door it is 27 bucks it's a really quality chair and it's light as air and you can take it anywhere um so you bring your own chair that is fabulous if we're meeting in like a park or something it depends on what the seating situation is or if it's like you know what i mean if it's something that's not necessarily someone's home or they don't have the right number of chairs or something like that I also... I, did you get that just for the quarantine or did you already have it? I got it just for the quarantine. So you've been taking that to Winthrop with you when you go to the Lobster Man's yeah. house? Well, yeah, because I'm not... By the she way, they def- always invite me in and I She just, definitely doesn't have extra chairs. That's one thing I know about her. Or no, she has a, a few, but not enough. No, but she has towels, I guess, but they're mostly rags. And, and yeah. I was just like, no, I don't want to sit on and this. And they're definitely lawn chair people. I mean, she probably tries to get you to sit in one of those... Plastic lawn chairs that's been sitting outside for Rana, God knows how long. They're like card table inside the house is 
lawn furniture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they always beg me to come in the house, but they don't really open the windows and they're always smoking. Yeah. And so I don't yeah. go in. Yeah. But um, so I do that. I bring. I love that. I, uh, which is great. I bring. I don't know if this is the best one. You would know better than I am because I'm new to New England, but I bring my smooth and dry off. Okay. I like the powdered ones. Um, and Meaning a powdered scent or the powdered feel, feel. on your skin? I just like the dry feel. Okay. But, so ding, so ding, 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 we're at our first giveaway. But however, I, I, I'm actually going to defer to you on this big time because this yeah. is actually the only one I've ever bought. So I like I it, see. but I'm sure there are better. Okay. So if you want to get into mosquito repellent, I have very strong opinions, as you will not be surprised. No, well, you're, listen, I trust you on that. Ding, 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 we're at our first giveaway, which by the way, if people want to go again to our YouTube, they can see I did an unboxing. Fabulous. I did a pre, I did it before this so that people could see it before the, a little pre, a COVID uh, preview, which was that for you and I, I ordered, of course- from my favorite in Florence, Santa Maria Novella. I did a big order. Oh, boy. And part of what I ordered in my big order was, and I showed everybody on the unboxing, it comes, you have to go there to see the whole thing, comes in a gorgeous, beautiful box and incredible packaging. But one of my favorite discoveries of the last couple of years is this Santa Maria Novella citronella balm. So it's a mosquito repellent. Like the candle, and but on, you put it on your body. I'm telling you, this thing smells so gorgeous, you can't stand it. It has sort of an orangey, I mean, it smells like citronella. Right. It does come in a plastic uh, bottle, which I think people could be a little put off by, but they shouldn't be because what are you going to do? Put a glass bottle in your bag to go to the beach or to go to somebody's house or to go to, you know, this is it's a travel bottle. Uh, and it smells so Incredible. You're going to love this because it has a sort of cinnamony, in addition to be sort of being sort of orangey and eucalyptus there's a sort of cinnamony element, almost Ooh. like a clo- clovey element. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I put this on my hand because it's, it's really like a bomb. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I'll rub it on my hands. This, but everyone needs to see Rana rubbing her hands. I've never seen anyone rub their hands like this. And then what I'll also do is I'll touch my hair. I just showed everyone on the video. I'll touch my clothes just to get the scent. I love the scent. Even. But to get the scent so the mosquitoes don't even think about biting me through my clothes. See, I would definitely go for that over this. Well, if you don't feel like spending $30 on a bottle of mosquito repellent, which I will say does last quite a long time, but if you're not the person who wants to do that, I have a few other suggestions. Okay. But that is ding, 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 our first giveaway. So that's going to be go to our Instagram, follow us, and then uh, watch and win, as they say. But another one of my favorites is also from Off. They do a brand called Off Botanicals. Oh, and all of the um, all of the mosquito, all of the ingredients, uh, you know, from natural extracts and sure. things like that. Um, I do have a nostalgic love of the smell of deep woods off. It's a terrible smell, but when was you're that a, the green bottle? Yes, I and when you're a child and you go to camp, and you smell yes. like a pine tree. Yes, yeah. The other thing I wanted to tell people about, and I wish I had one here to show people, but there's something called a thermocell. Where you buy, you can buy this on Amazon. And what we'll do is we'll put all, we'll put a link on 
uh, in our bio. Yeah. To we'll obviously we'll put up the pictures of the things and people can you know when, wherever we have the information we'll post it just like we do the carousel. We'll put a link in our in our bio. Some of these a lot of these things are available on Amazon, and I will say if they buy it through our Amazon shop, that's a way to support the show. So if Great. they want to do that, terrific. If they don't, that's up to them. They can Google it themselves. But uh, so there's a thing called a thermocell, and this is genius. It's a little bit more complicated than you want it to be because you have to you have to change the uh, cartridge. Mm-hmm. But basically what it is, it is a little black, uh, like box that you almost like those room atomizes that you see, uh-huh. you put it down wherever you are outside and it's supposed to give you, I think a hundred square feet of, um, protection. protection and it emits a butane, um, there's a butane filter. You don't smell it totally. Uh, you don't smell it. You don't hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what it takes is basically there's some sort of a scent that the chrysanthemum gives off and they have made a synthetic version of that. So it's not toxic or anything. Right. It comes from a natural occurring element. And that is supposed to basically put a mosquito force field around you for a hundred feet. Great. hundred square feet. So that's probably more like 25 feet or something yeah. like that. But they also do a handheld one. So that's something that you could throw in your tote and take with you to the pack or Winthrop or wherever you're going. Sure. Uh, I want to say a word about totes because I, I think there's sort of two things going. A lot of people have been online shopping during all of this. I haven't really been, that hasn't really been my button that this has pushed for me when new things are just showing up at my house all the time. Right. And I know that is how a lot of people are dealing with their I fill up my cart at Williams Sonoma and Sir Latob every week. I end up not buying anything. But I like putting things in the cars. And is specific, that true? Yes, and specifically kitchen stuff, which I don't even know why. I think maybe it just feels cozy or something or kind of comforting, but I don't end up getting it. And I you just don't buy anything? Up the cart. Usually not. Like I bought like one or two things, but usually uh-huh. not. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, because well, we're going to get to Williams-Sonoma in a second, actually, because uh, they have some fabulous barware that I want to talk about. Gotcha. Um, but basically... If you have a tote, okay, we can either go big here, we can go Goyard, which would be sort of the ultimate tote if people want to spend big on a tote. Sure. Or I'm telling you, you could still get one of those classic L.L. Bean totes. They come in four different sizes or whatever it is. You can mm-hmm. have your initial, you can pick your color, have your initials put on it, whatever you want. But the tote is really a key accessory because when someone invites you over, you want to be able to bring the things that you know that you need that makes you make you comfortable. And you want to be able to bring something to them. So you sort of, it's almost think of it like a beach bag. Because sure. what we're all really doing now is going to the beach, except the beach isn't necessarily the beach. And a big part of these COVID kikis, I should say, is that you want to feel, you want to feel that you as a host, how you want to make your guest feel is that you have taken the appropriate precautions so that other people can feel comfortable and that everyone can relax and enjoy themselves. And another way to look at that is what do you need to bring and to know that you feel comfortable? 
Because as we've talked about ad nauseum on the show, everybody, people are taking different approaches to this. We had the question about the roommate with the hand sanitizer by the door who didn't want to wash his hands. Sure. What do you need to know other people are doing or you're doing to feel comfortable around other people? And so in that tote is your mosquito repellent, your, your personal chair, that you want to bring, mm-hmm. uh, sunscreen. whatever sunscreen, which we'll get to hand wipes, sanitizer, wipes. hand sanitizer, yeah. a change of underwear, a bottle of water, a bottle of water, sure. whatever it is that you feel like. I don't want to get there and find it. They don't have this. Yep. And I think the job of the host is that when the guest gets there, hopefully they almost never dig into their bag. That would be that would be the sort of uh, social contract that, that you're sure. working on. Yeah. yeah. So for me, what I'll do, as you know, is I will sort of disinfect the pool bathroom, the bathroom by the pool. Right. And that way I can say to you, I mean, you have your own space, so you can go to the bathroom in your space if you want to, but I will say to you or whoever, it's compl- I've compl- cleaned it completely. And then next to the sink, what I'll have is, uh, Purell, okay, which is sort of redundant, but you almost—it's almost just putting it there so people know it's there, right? They, and they, so think they can feel wa- more secure in your home too. Totally, they can wash their hands and then they can Purell them afterwards if they want to. And I have what I love is Caspari, which is a disposable paper paper products brand. Okay, makes all kinds of fun designs. So. You can almost do like a different design or basically guest towels. Yes. A fun guest towel so that instead of just putting a roll of paper towels, people can use a, a pretty, you know, how do you elevate the everyday? Because sure. that's all we're doing right now is very mundane things. So how do we make it fun and exciting? Same goes for the table. You can do a beautiful tablescape, but make sure that there's a bottle of Purell there or ding, 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 giveaway number two. These we've already been giving away on the show. This is the Aesop Rinse-Free Hand Sanitizer, which this is just the teeny tiny little 1.7 ounce bottle. And this is almost the exact smell of the hand soap that we love so much. Yes. I have been using, that's much nicer. If whoever doesn't get give the giveaway and can't do that price point. Ten dollars. The ten dollars. Oh, they're ten bucks. Oh, never yeah. mind. I was good. This is about ten bucks too. It's this brand called Vega More. Do you know this? No. It's so nice. This one's citrus, um, and it's like super moisturizing. It has like it just doesn't dry out your hands. It's a spray. If if you like that, you spray it on your hands. But um, and they're cruelty free and hypoallergenic and all that stuff. But I've been really enjoying that one. Can you show me the bottle? Of course. Vega more. Oh, that's a that's a nice size too. Yeah, this is it's a big size, which I have to say, I prefer a smaller size when I'm going somewhere. Yes. Um, but this is not this is not a this is not ideally a travel size. This is but that's ounces. a great one to leave in the bathroom if guests. It's a great come, one to leave in the bathroom or to put is, on the table. And it's totally moisturizing, and I get nervous when it's that moisturizing that there's not enough alcohol, but there is. It's seventy five percent alcohol, which is oh, and sixty is the minimum yeah, that we're looking for. So you're good there. In the world of the tote, there is a company called Corksicle. Yes. Do you know them? I do. 
So Corksicle make those uh, to-go cups. Like the tumblers, yeah. Yes, tumblers, wine tumblers, and Yeti makes one too. And Yeti makes a fabulous one because you can get your, you can either get your initials on it or your logo oh, or cool. whatever. And that's something we might even actually start doing as a little, a little to-go COVID-cakey drinkware. Um, but you can do them with Yeti or Corksicle. And actually someone named Raja wrote to us. I love that name. You don't hear it Raja. that often. Yeah. It's a great name, Raja. Um, and he wrote to us to inform us of the Yeti drink wheel, which I already know about, Raj. Excuse me. Sure. But the other thing he told us is that they do a Tony Fauci rocks glass. Who at is a web- that? At Anthony Fauci. Well, you're getting the- <laughs> Anthony Fauci of Dr. COVID? This company called WoodsGroveBrooklyn.com sells rocks glasses with people's faces on them, and they do a Tony Fauci that one, is which is brilliant. very cute. Yeah. But Corksicle... Not only do they do these tumblers, which is also a great thing to bring. Now, that's, again, about your comfort level. There are some people that want to bring their own drink, some people that don't mind being served a drink at someone else's. Some people want to drink out of their own glass. They don't want to drink out of your glassware. And those are great solutions to that, the Yeti and the Corksicle. And the Yeti, because you can personalize it, no one can accidentally drink out of your glass. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Corksicle also sells these cooler bags. And speaking of totes, they sell a tote that's also a cooler, and they sell bags that look like purses. I'm not kidding. They have one bag that looks like it's somewhere between uh, the Queen's purse and a, <laughs> and a Pan Am travel bag. Wow. And it holds something like, I don't even know, 16 beer, beer cans sure. or soda cans or whatever. Yeah. So you can come to a patty looking like you're wearing a purse and it's a cola. But really you have a 12-pack of beer on your yeah, shoulder. Which yeah. I thought was kind of cute. It's very cute. To be honest with you. Uh, but I also think if you're going to go swim at someone's house, you should bring your own towel. You should definitely bring your I own towel. I just want to say that. So that's part of your – think about when people are having a baby and they go to the hospital, they have mm-hmm. their emergency kit. I think there's a way to sort of fetishize the tote or the carry-on for your summer so that you have – all of your things that you think are pretty that you love looking at, but that you are, and also Corksicle has a little a few designs they collaborate with artists that are a little cuter than yeah. just the average this color that color, and I, they have to do some metallics which I of course love. Um, I have to say also, I think packing your little to go bag is a a great way to stat your stat you off on your way to a COVID cake. The water bottle I prefer. The water bottle I use the most is this one. It's by a Japanese brand called Kinto. And they come oh. in all these super fun colors. They're so cute. It has a great handle here. It's completely spill-proof. And then the first lid is like a sipping lid, and then you can take the whole thing off if you want. But um, oh. it's definitely like a hot is hot cold. Like it keeps everything hot and cold. And I don't know. I just like the colors. It's basically a thermos. I thought that was your lock when I saw you using it. My lock? Which is the one, lock, L-A-I-Q, the one that cleans itself. Oh, my lock. No, no, no. Because the the lock, I think you can only put water in, but this one you can put anything in. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Because the lock uh, purifies the the water. And the other thing is, and this is like $12.99 at Target, but they also come in cute um, colors and they're they're pretty slim. You can put them in a tote. If you wanted to bring like a pitcher of drinks somewhere, this one is really thin. I love that. And it's two quarts and it is literally, I mean, there's nothing in here right now. I don't know why I'm sure, but I have done this with it. It Nothing comes out of it. 
I um, love so you can that. put this in your cooler bag. And this is by a brand called Takaya or Takia, which is T A K E Y A. I got this one at Target again for like $13, but I've had it for years. And um, I don't know, it's just as slim and easy. And I you can love bring that. Bring a pitcher of drink somewhere if you want. So that so what can you bring to someone's house? What can you serve and what can you bring? Sure. Brings us to that question. What can you serve and what can you bring? What do you find you're able to, what do you think is a good thing to bring? And what do you think people should be doing when they serve, when right. you come over? You know, I'm pro- I am not super panicky about that stuff, which yeah. probably should be a About eating more. food, you mean? You don't think you're going to get it from food? Well, I don't think you should share. Like, yeah, I don't, I think that everyone should have, like when, Rana, when we've done our COVID kikis, everyone has just has their own portion of food. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like in big takeout container, you already have your own thing. I don't think that people should be eating family style. Exactly. Right. Um, I generally like to bring a, a pitcher of drinks, which, and then I tr- leave like a thing of Clorox wipes next to it, just so that you can wipe off the handle. Honestly, because it makes I me feel that. good and I think it looks cute. Um, and then what you have can, you, what have your drinks you've been doing? I've been doing Ina's recipe for whiskey sours, um, which oh. is really good, except I use about a quarter of the sugar of the simple syrup she recommends. I do, don't do nearly as much, which is basically just whiskey and a ton of fresh squeezed lemon, a ton of fresh squeezed lime, and a little bit of that simple syrup. I use very little. And, and then I just put those big ice cubes in the pitcher and, and take take that just because, I don't know. I'd want to take something I would drink and yeah. that's, I sort I mean, of like the sourness. So you've never, it's funny, you've never brought that to the, uh, you've never brought that to the pool. I, well, there hasn't been an occasion to. Well, a COVID cakey. Would you like a whiskey sour? I love a whiskey sour, really? but I've, I mean, I've never been offered one. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll bring them the next time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very funny. It's very, I, I mean, I guess if I lived in Winthrop, you would take more, you would take more pity on me and bring me a pitcher of whiskey sours. Well, next time you're going to get one. Huh. You just didn't strike me as that kind of person. And also, I'll be honest with you, Rana, you make such a fantastic cocktail, like truly the best. Yeah. That I feel like you might shrug your shoulders at this a little See, bit. See, this is my problem in life. Because I try to make it nice for everybody else, people think she'll just do it. Instead of thinking I should bring Rana a whiskey sour. I'll tell you this. I don't think she, I don't think she'll should do it. I, I think she'll do it better. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think half... So, okay, this is great because this is half of the battle. Okay. Is the idea of... Thoughtful. Anyone that would turn their nose up at somebody that brought them a picture yeah, of a signature right. beverage is a terrible person. But I think it's about that the element of surprise and the element of thoughtfulness. So if somebody invites, oh no, I'm not calling you thoughtless. I'm saying you always bring me gorgeous things. I'm actually just talking in general about no, you, you are when right, people though. invite you over. Yeah, I'm not talking specifically about you. If I had, believe me, I would have brought it up with the HR department that doesn't exist. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I, next time I we have a kiki. I'm bringing a pitcher of whiskey sours. You're gonna love them. Okay. Or not, and I won't be offended. I just need to know what kind of whiskey you use. Okay, I usually use. Um, <laughs> I know. See, this is where it gets complicated. I have used two kinds before. I've used bourbon okay. and I've used whiskey. So for the bourbon, I always use the Woodford Reserve. That's just the one I like the best. Oh, yes, of course. It's a, ter- a terrific Texas. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. And for the staple. For the whiskey, 
it's, I think it's a bullet. I think it's the company. Bullet Rye. But I have to be honest with you. I don't love it. So I'm open to new whiskey recommendations. Well, maybe people will, uh, will write to you and tell you what they can, what they can, uh, what kind of rise they like or what kind of bourbons they sure. like. Uh, but I think bringing a signature beverage, I think the safest way to do this personally and also to not stress yourself out is to set a beautiful table, invite a reasonable amount of people. And what I like to do, as you know, is I always like to have a signature beverage. Sure. I have, you know, I have a full bar. If people want something else, they can have it. But I like to do a signature beverage and I like to make a homemade dessert. And then what I'll often do is I'll order takeout for the meal because I think too many things coming out of, maybe, maybe this is a silly I, way no, to look I at think it. No, I think you're onto something, yeah. I don't want to start cleaning all these plates and all this, every, everything, uh, because then you just start, it just starts piling up the interaction that you're sort of having, having with other people's things. Totally. And I'm not saying I order takeout and people have to eat out of containers. I'm just saying that- What's important to me, if we go back to the theme of making people feel comfortable, is that, which is again why I like to do a signature beverage, because I'll do a pitcher of drinks for you, a pitcher of drinks for me. You can serve yourself. You can feel that that's yours, and you can have as much or as little of it as you as you like. That's great. Yeah. But that it's on your side of the table. Smart. And it's cute and it's fun and it's exciting. Yeah. Because you feel like you're at an event instead of feeling like you just can't. Someone's coming over for an hour either way. Mm-hmm. Why not make it fun and beautiful? Couldn't agree more. They're coming either way. Yeah. And so I'll do the signature beverage and we can talk about some of our favorite drinks that we've been doing. And the same with the food, which is I'll do a charcuterie plate for you or a charcuterie or board rather for me. So you don't have to worry about whether I'm touching your hamoni barico yeah. or whatever it is. And you can enjoy at will and you don't have to worry about my hands touching anything that's yours. Right. But where dessert is concerned, I will then do, because I just think that brings a homemade touch to things. Yes. And where your desserts you make, are fantastic. And we can get in and we'll get into our dessert list in a second. But I think that's a nice way. And I think the other thing to do the other thing is set the table. Again, everyone has what they need. If you're doing, uh, for instance, I've been making holly yes. during the quarantine. I've been on a little holly hiatus the last couple of weeks because I happened to notice that my holly eating was uh, overtaking my swimming. Well, it's that we good, say, Rana. Shall we say. And I sort of realized, where is this extra weight coming from? And then I realized that I was eating basically a loaf of bread. Uh, every Friday night, which I which I hadn't been eating before. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and so what I will do is I, the person whose recipe I've been using for this, and again, this is a homemade touch. Sure. And it makes people think, again, that nostalgia of you came to someone's home and they took a little time and it was something just for you because we're all eating out of grocery stores right now yeah. or eating takeout or we're tired of cooking because our whole life is cooking, 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 cooking. And so it's so nice when someone else takes the time and does it for you. But I've been using Joan Nathan, uh, who is, if anyone knows, Joan Nathan, I mean, we talk about Ina, but Joan Nathan is the Ina of Jewish cooking. 
Oh, okay. Ina has a lot of Jewish influence in her cooking and has fabulous recipes and her holly's delicious, et cetera. But Joan Nathan is really the original. She's written about 20 cookbooks on Jewish cooking. And she's one of, she's almost like a hybrid between an Ina and a Julia Child, but for Jewish cooking. Great. And it's not just Eastern European. She has, you know, Middle Eastern and Yemeni traditions and Sephardic traditions and all kinds of things. And I have been using her recipe, which is on the New York Times app, which is unbelievable. Oh, that that, that app is, I, that's all I use now, basically. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You had something you were going to say. This is, it's a really stupid question. What yeah. is the difference? Why do some people say, like I've always said hala. And hale. And hale. Is it's that just. just di- it's just dialectic. Okay. Yeah. It's Holly's an old fashioned way to say it. Got it. But it's Holly. Holly. Yeah, I like Holly. Uh, and she has a new cooking show, which I think actually started maybe today or the other day on Tablet Magazine's YouTube. What the hell uh, is that? Tablet Magazine is sort of a hip Jewish ma- uh, magazine for young people. Oh, great. And they have a YouTube channel. Uh, and Joan Nathan is doing a show that she just started on there where she's cooking with her son David, who's sort of a cute bro- Brooklyn hip- hipster. Right. Um, so that's something that I'll definitely be watching. But so what I'll do is I'll make a challah. I'll put one on your side of the table. Yeah. I'll put and I'll, what I'll do is Joan's recipe makes uh, two challahs. I think two gi- giant challah. And uh, challah is also a plural. Oh. Chalot is probably the real plural, but two challah. Okay. One ch- one challah, two challah. In any event. Uh, I'll put one on your end, one on my end. I'll put the butter on your end, the butter on my end. Uh, and you eat as much challah as you want, and then you take it home. And then you'll take the rest of that challah home, and you'll make challah French toast sure. on the weekend. Or you can freeze it, or you can do whatever you want with it. So it's almost like you get a door prize, too. But the most important thing of all of this is setting the table. Yeah. Doing a tablescape. And this is our big giveaway today. And now we'd mentioned to this on Patreon, and now we're telling you here, the people from Chilliwitch have become big fans of the show. Not to be confused with the Chilliwitch, who is a rival of Mr. Softy. Is the Chilliwitch really a real person? No. The Chilliwitch- But that's the ice cream truck I would buy from. That's the truck I want you to get is the Chilliwitch. The Chilliwitch, I will. I want you to be- I think I can already see her logo. She's so cute. So cute. She's on a broom. She's green and she's a little bit fat and she's young. Yep. And she has an upturned nose. Uh Uh-huh. And she's on her broom and she also has a soft serve in one hand. I was about to say she's holding a cone. Yes, an ice cream cone. Yep. That's right. That's the Chilliwitch. And she's green, the Chilliwitch. She's green. Yeah. She's green, definitely. And she's cold. She's fr- she's f- shivering a little bit. Yes. And yeah. she might be winking or something. And I think that there is um there are snowflakes coming out of her broom. <gasps> now I really want one. That sounds so refreshing. We need to get a chili witch. We need truck. to get a chili witch. C H I L L Y. She's not serving the food chili. No, she she's is, not she's chili. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's just burr yeah. chili witch. Um, maybe her nose is red because she's so cold. Oh, yeah, she's uh, got that little bit of frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> so in any event, Chilliwich, C-H-I-L-E-W-I-C-H, is a longtime New York brand, husband and wife run company. Uh, and I can't remember what the fabric is called, but they invented this textile that they use. Wow. And basically what it is, are the most it's the most perfect quarantine uh 
uh, product that you could imagine because they look great and that everything is wipeable and so durable. Great. And they That's make, exactly what you want. They make table runners. They make placemats. They make uh, doormats. They make outdoor rugs. Once people look it up, they'll say, oh, that, of course I know that. It almost has a Masoni-like look to it, oh, the, way okay. that the, the way that the uh, colors run through the fabrics. Yeah. And so they are big fans of the show, and they have written to us and said that they're dying to do a giveaway for our COVID, for our listeners. So what we're going to do is that'll also be on our Instagram. Go follow us on Ask Rana, and that'll be part of our giveaway. And I think what we'll give away is probably a bunch of placemats and a few other things so that you can have the perfect COVID kiki at your house. And I will say they have a lot of shades of vanilla options. Fabulous. I got to check them out. The perfect wipeable. It's chic, but wipeable. Yeah. Which is really what this moment is calling for. Definitely. Yeah. Now, should we talk about some of the signature beverages? Yes. You have your whiskey. Somebody wrote to us. Where is it? I do whiskey sours, and the other thing I do, and I wouldn't call this a signature beverage, but I do a Casamigos uh, Blanco with a big ice cube and a full lime squeezed over it. Oh, yes. that's Well, that's just you get you through the day drink. Yes, exactly. As far as that's I know. That's just my weeknight special. Uh, now, this is from who? Oh, what are we looking uh, up? I don't know. We have a drink here. A few weeks ago, dear Rana, I wish I knew who this was from. Oh, right. Okay. A few weeks ago, I made your rose sangria for oh, a yes. small group of friends from the gayborhood who have been together on Fridays to watch Drag Race. I don't wonder worry. if they're in Philly because the gayborhood is what the gay neighborhood in Philly is called. Oh, really? Well, Philly, but yeah. But it's not just a. Uh, it's not just a little cute thing that people say. It, you know, it, it also might be, but the, the actual name, like not West Hollywood, but in Philadelphia, it's actually called like capital G, the gayborhood. But, but oh, well, maybe, there you go. maybe they don't. Maybe they just mean it cute. I don't know. Don't worry. We keep our circle small and all practice good social distancing. Unfortunately, I found out that rosé is not to my friend's taste, excuse me, and I ended up drinking most of the delicious pitcher myself. After recovering from a week-long hangover, I decided a more singular cocktail based on your recipe with my own Kentucky twist. Four ounces Basil Hayden bourbon. I was going to say Kentucky bourbon. So there you go. We have a bourbon recommendation. Yep. One ounce Saint-Germain. Well, that's not going to fly with you. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Two tablespoons Rana's stone fruit puree. One apricot, one nectarine, one peach juice of one lemon you throw that in the uh Processor? in the in the um blender blender yeah mm-hmm. chilled rosé mix bourbon saint-germain and puree into a cocktail shaker so far pour so in, good pour in a rocks glass over large cocktail ice using the bottom of a cocktail spoon slowly uh pour rosé over the glass to create a float over the bourbon mixture wow garnish with a twist of lemon this is now one of my favorite summer cocktails, so I had to share. Oh, I'm going to try thank, that. To thank you for the recipe inspiration, Rana, I'm hereby referring to this as the Dr. Bob. He seems like he would have been a connoisseur of fine bourbon and whiskey beverages. Yeah. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom. Twice a week for this carrot toast member, patreon.com slash ask Rana. You're the entertainment highlight of my week every week, and I love you in all caps. P.S. 
YouTube, Brian. Spelled it correctly. Thank you. XX. What a thrill. So Bob was a huge drinker? You know, you and Mike sure have been trying to push a narrative, I will say. Well, I mean, it's- And I mean, look, Bob was a New England guy- Yeah. Who liked to wind down at the end of the day. Sure. He liked to come home and that's, slam that's it what back. I'll, that's what I'll say about Bob. Okay. He, he worked a very high pressure job being an ENT. That's true. Not to be, not to be confused with an EMT. Yeah. Uh, being an ENT at the Mass General. And, uh, you know, when he got off the squash court, he liked to drink to relax. Yep. And then he would get home and he would, you know. Is Mass General the one that used to be called like the women's lounge or something? Uh, you always ask that. That's the bo- that's the Boston lying in. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Ron, was he a bourbon guy? That drink does sound good. I don't remember exactly what Saint Germain tastes like, but I just know that you don't like it. Well, here's the situation. Let me just find, hold on. I want to see if I can find the name of the guy that wrote this to us because he is fabulous and he deserves the credit from his name. Yes, this came from Matt DeLuca. Oh, Grace. Uh, which is a fun name. DeLuca's well, a good says, name. It says Matthew DeLuca, but I'm calling him, I've decided he's Matt DeLuca. Thank you, Matt DeLuca. Thank you, Dean and DeLuca. Uh, thank you, Dean and DeLuca. For all, they, you know what? I'll say this about Dean and DeLuca. They may have gone out of vogue and they've closed a few locations, but you can still get the best, best snack tins from the Mialorda. Oh, really? So they do these stackable snack tins. They're like little silver diskettes. And inside would be Swedish fish, gummy worms, <gasps> cashews. That. And they almost look like spices. Yeah. So cute. That Always a great cute. gift. They do, and they do very cute cookies and things around different holidays. Um, Bob had an incredible talent which is he always knew the perfect drink to order in any circumstance. I bet he did, Rana. And it's a very sexy quality. When somebody when you're out and somebody orders the perfect drink. Yeah. That's pretty great. So he would uh, like So mm-hmm. yes, dear. So like he would if you guys were in Moscow, he would get like a white russian or like if you were on the beaches, he would get um If he was in Moscow, he would have had a pickle vodka. Is what he would have would have had. I see. Yeah, or a horseradish vodka. He probably would have had a vodka flight. That's so cute. Yeah. And so him. Uh, so to speaking of which, my stone fruit sangria. Hit it. Which I made a few weeks ago and I never posted the picture of. Now, what I'm doing with this is I'm doing this two ways. Okay. I'm taking, and again, this hacks back to this nostalgia of what have I got left in my cupboard? And by the way, for his- or what have I got your, left in my life? Yeah. Yeah, you can make a an a uh, take your ottoman or the old <laughs> lamp and and use that to make a drink out of it. Um, but God, there must be so much terrible art and furniture being created during this time. Well, you know what? People there's putting nothing, a bicycle on their wall. There is. I was going to say, and then wiring it. There's also with a nothing lamp. worse than like furniture with a message. Like, no. take the protest to the streets. Completely. <laughs> I don't I don't like it when it's like furniture with a message. I don't like when it's like, oh look, my desk says whatever. It's like, okay, well what are you doing? Oh yeah, my desk says breathe. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything that says breathe on it. No thanks. Give you know what? Fuck you. Like the uh, Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't tell me to breathe. Don't tell me to goddamn like, breathe. Like, you know those, like, relax. stones from the ocean, which are not real, that say, like, breathe on them and stuff like that? Of that course I know. That drives me crazy. Yeah. If I needed a rock to keep my door open or keep my papers on my desk, I'll walk down to the beach and marble out on Devereaux Beach and I'll get one. That's right. Blanche Devereaux uh, Beach, Rana. That's the one. Yeah. We forgot to mention on the T-shirt, that's also what Devereaux stands for, is Devereaux Beach and Marble. That's right. So my stone fruit sangria. Okay. What I do with this recipe, and I'm going to post it, is I reduce the elderflower cordial, and that's what Saint-Germain is. Oh, I see. I like Saint-Germain, and I like elderflower, but it's a very sweet, strong, pungent, and can be cloying uh, taste if you don't adjust it. Underuse it, yeah. And so what it can do is overpower everything else that you're trying to do and cover all the other flavors and all the other smells. Sure. So my advice, even in this guy's recipe, would be to have the uh, elderflower. Yeah. Because an ounce of elderflower in one drink is a lot of elderflower. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a Especially full shot, when you're right? adding the rosé, because the rosé is, is very sweet, and it's just going to boost that sweet flavor a little bit. Right. You have to think about how the flavors complement each other. Exactly. So what I'll do is my stone fruit sangria, and then what I'll do is I'll put out, I'll do one pitcher, and then the other pitcher I'll do, I'll make it a frosé. This I love. So I take, and I'll tell you something, It's they. you would think they would taste the same, they taste totally different. I believe these, you. These recipes. There's something about the way that the... Uh, the, the flavors come together and then, the, and then when they freeze, that the, cha- the taste changes. And the other thing that's key to this with a sangria is you want to chill it for enough time that the fruit has the ability to really absorb the flavors of the drink. Isn't it like but, at least four hours or something? I've heard that before. I think four hours is a nice, that's a yeah. nice amount of time. Yeah. I don't. You could do it the night before and then put it in the fridge, but the fruit is going to start to fall apart. That's the problem is the fruit gets really mushy if you do it for too long. I think two to four hours. If you're just serving the sangria, and that's not including your prep time. So if some right. if people are coming in, in tonight, you got to work back and start three hours if you want to chill it for two. Yeah. Because it really takes longer to chill something than you would think. It does, yeah. It's like marinating. You have to allow it to come together. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to taste better that way. So the other thing is with the what I'll do with the stone fruit sangria when I make the frosé. So I have one of those Cuisinat uh, ice cream machines. Okay. And I hear the Breville one's terrific too. But the Cuisinat one's very simple and it's very inexpensive. It's Because I don't use it that often. It really, it was sitting at the bottom of my, you know, my cabinet and then I started using it again this uh this season. But basically what you do is you pour the frosé in. You take what I'll do is I'll leave a little bit of the fruit, but I'll strain out the fruit and I'll keep the fruit in the fridge and I'll use the fruit as a garnish as on a, top. Yep. Because that's what you really want is to be able to eat the fruit. That's true. Because a lot of times when you put fruit in sangria, it just stays like at the bottom or doesn't really get in the glass and it's nice to garnish it with it. That's why you have to always uh, serve a sangria with a straw so that people can get at their peaches and their cherries and whatever else if they Great want Great tip. I never knew that, but that makes perfect sense. I also don't pit the cherries. Some people might pit the cherries. I don't have time for that, really. Yeah. And I also like the way they look as a whole fruit. So you just have to be careful that there are pits in my cherries if you're going to drink my sangria. Got it. But you put it the fr- you put the sangria in the ice cream maker, and it takes about forty minutes. 
Oh, that's not so long. Uh, for it to come together, you either need to serve that right away or you need to put it in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, again, so think back about how much time you have because the problem with when you make either ice cream or you make frosé or something like that is that even though it seems like it's perfect when it comes out of the machine, it melts again very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you really want to give yourself that advance time to really let it freeze and come together. And that's fabulous. And it's also fabulous. Those, um, we've talked about pouches, those sort of Capri Sun pouches. Those adult Capri Suns. Yeah. Which is basically a frozen drink. Yeah. Then of course, um, oh, and now tell me, you were saying that you were doing, uh, William Sonoma. Yeah, I just go and like fill up my cards. I did, I did get, I will say Sir Latab especially has all these cocktail napkins that are on sale. Like this Fabulous. is just one of them. I got this, this Chevron pattern. But so those are Caspari. Look at the brand. They are Caspari. Did you mention Caspari? Caspari. With the towel. The, those were the towel yes, brands. Yes, the hand towels. Okay, so these were normally, I think, $9 a package, but they were, I got them for $1.99 on oh Williams-Sonoma. So, I'm going to go right on that. Yeah. Williams-Sonoma or Sir Latabla? Excuse me, Sir Latabla. Yeah. Okay. So that's fair. I love that you had that as a visual aid. So the Caspari, that's another way to make, it's not only a great way to make your tablescape look good, it's a way to mix it up. If you buy four different kinds of those. Sure. You've got your little cocktail napkins, and then you've got your dinner napkins, and the tables are total. If the same people are coming over, if that's who's in your pod, it makes it seem like you went out of your way five different times. Yeah. The other thing is flowers, of course. Sure. Fresh flowers from the farmer's market. I'm not even talking about sending yourself a giant flower arrangement for a million dollars, which if that's who you are and you live in a hotel or work in a hotel Or if you're trying to make your husband jealous or your boyfriend jealous. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Knock yourself out. Yeah. But the other thing you could do is at a farmer's market, you can pick up some beautiful, fresh local flowers and put either put them at everyone's thing or put place or put them in the center of the table, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the other thing I have here is I happen to have received as a gift. Let's see if I can show people this because this is gigantic. Mr. Paul Fig, who we remember as the revolutionary director of Bridesmaids and about 4,000 other things. The Heat. The Heat's the my heat. favorite, but I love Terrific. Yeah. Love The Heat. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's a Boston movie. Such yeah. Such a fun Boston movie. Uh, has, as I've mentioned, his own gin. His own jet? He, he just, well, maybe he'll have that soon, oh. but he just launched his own gin. Oh, his own gin. Got and it. it's called Adding Stahl's Gin, which Cute. I believe was his mother's maiden name. Well, he's also uh, like, isn't he kind of a real, he's like a real, he loves England, right? Doesn't he spend time there? He's an incredible Anglophile. Anglophile. Oh, which reminds me, there was an incredible piece in the Financial Times today. Is it by uh, my favorite writer? It might be. Who's your favorite writer? His name happens to be. Joshua Chaffin. It was by that guy. You're kidding. You read him too? No. He is such an incredible columnist and he's such an incredible, he's an incredible journalist and then he's sometimes a columnist. And he makes he me feel piece- smarter just talking to him. Like I feel, I feel like I, I'm elevated. Oh, he's a wonderful person. Yeah. He's a big fan of the podcast, you know. So now that we've mentioned him, he's probably on a jog and fell over a bush or You're something kid- like that. But he I love wrote your work, a piece. Chaffin. He used to live in England. He lived there for about five years. And he wrote a piece saying how being in quarantine has increased his, he was already missing England, but it has increased his nostalgia for the place. Sure. 
And in the piece, there was a list in no particular order of the things that he missed about the UK. And it was, it absolutely brought a tear to my eye. And it was, it was like, so I have beautiful and personal and funny. And it was everything that we love about him. Oh my him God, I can't writer. wait to read it. So that's at ft.com. Sure. Um, but Paul Fig sent me because I'm an influencer. Look at this that is a package. Box. This is a, a uh, wood box that says, gin so good, you may need to lock it up. Okay? It's like in a beautiful craze. Inside this tragic chest, yeah. me, which has a very uh, intricate lock. It's not I a jack-in-the-box, is it? Don't be scared. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> is, first of all, I mean, look at this. I'm afraid I'm going to knock it over if I... What is I in... I'm only just opening this. Let's see. So it's still sort of wrapped up. I wish I had unwrapped it before I'm showing it to you because it And so it's the bottle that. of gin that looks beautiful. And what are the accoutrement there? So we've got in here, and now this is fabulous because this take us into our conversation about bioware. There is a bottle of Adingstahl's gin, okay. which is his gorgeous Yes, gin, I saw that. Yes. Beautiful. And it looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like it should be sitting in the lobby at Claridge's waiting for, its, waiting for its wife to come meet it. Yep. It's that a is gorgeous, a classy bottle. Art Deco, beautiful bottle that even when you're done drinking this, and this gin, you can even smell it through the bottle. But as you know, I'm favoring this with my Negrana this summer. Sure. Which people know I love a Negrana, which is like a Negroni, but it's uh, two ounces of gin, one ounce of Capano Antica or Cokey Americano, whichever um, vermouth you prefer. And... Uh, one ounce of Campari, of course. You figured something out because it's always supposed to be one to one to one, but I'm I know, but with I, you. Yeah, I, you I did like that a little right. bit more of that gin taste. I do too. Uh, and then you shake it and you serve it up in a beautiful martini glass. That's what I like. And I'm starting to think, now this is more of a martini set. So then we have here, a go- this is fabulous. A shaker. A gorgeous shaker. Yeah. Which I apologize, this is turning into an unboxing video. No, it's fine. Or maybe I'll just do an unboxing video later. Oh, is it gold? That is a gold adding style shaker. Pretty. Two martini glasses. Wonderful. A beautiful gold stirring spoon, a long stirring spoon. Sure. This is hysterical. Oh, here's a tip. You can also use those long stirring spoons for hot cocoa. What do you mean by that? I can. St- you stir the Swiss Miss with the hot water really well with those. Have you ever had cake in a jar? Yeah. What do you think about it? Great. How'd they do it? How'd they do it? That's a good question. Yeah. A parfait. I've always loved a parfait, the way it looks. But I have to say, I find eating a parfait to be very cumbersome. And then if you don't have a long spoon, it's hard to get what you want out of a parfait eating experience. Yeah. Unless you're the kind of person that doesn't mind if all the flavors get mashed up no matter what happens. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. That would bother me. What's this? The piece de resistance. Is that is it a napkin? It's a pocket square. Well, because that's Paul Feig's signature. Because that is Paul Feig down to the nines it right there. It certainly is. And then the best thing is to, and I have to tell you, this wood box smells great. The best thing is to uh, top it all off, he gives you a little lock and key. To totally sell Keep the out. wink. The wink of... Gin so good, you may need to lock it up. Ronna, you can just leave that in the carriage house. So I'm going to do an unboxing video of that so everybody can okay, see Okay, but then you're going to leave it all in the carriage house. Well, I did, I did wonder why he didn't send you one, but 
So far, the chili witch hasn't sent me anything. Paul, you're the chili witch. So far, the chili witch doesn't even exist because who is going to draw the chili witch for us? I love her. I miss her. I I want want her to be in our our truck. Yeah, she's she's officially in our whack pack now. The chili witch. (laughs) Uh, So I love that. The other okay, so. Sir Latab Williams Sonoma, but I also discovered a website called cocktailkingdom.com. Okay. That's so gorgeous. It's all barware. And so let's say you wanted a rose gold shaker. Let's say you wanted a gold shaker. Let's say you wanted, I mean, everything you can think of they have on this website, and it's all so gorgeous. The barware is gorgeous. Do they have Looney Tunes? I'm not even kidding. I don't know, but they do have tiki. Oh, really? Yeah, so they might, you know, I love tiki stuff. Yes. And I've also been using my Club 33. You know, that's the very the exclusive club at Disneyland. Right. Which is the you, only who did you know? Michael Lovitz or something? Something. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm uh, still, one of the offers. Well, I ran still, into Andy, Ga- I ran into Andy Garcia there. I told right. you, and he talked, talked my ear off. Well, Rana, yeah. the offer who I had is, met through Paul Fig, interestingly. The offer is still on the table for you to take me. I just want you to. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, if I ever go back to California, as long as I live, I'll I'll think about taking you. If I ever, I don't know whether I could go to Disneyland again, but I did it right the first time. And when I went, I bought some barware. And one of the things I bought was they had a Club Thirty Three tiki glass. Okay. And I bought some of those, and I've been doing my shakerados in there. Yes. So. Another thing, if this is an afternoon uh, COVID kiki that you're doing, I want to encourage people, and it's, again, not just because I'm a coffee mogul. Yes, askronacoffee.com. I love taking the shades of vanilla. I love it in the morning. I, I'm, a, I'm a lover of a warm cup of coffee, but then I like in the afternoon an iced coffee. Yes. And I love taking the remainder of the shades of vanilla, and actually this works with both of them, but and then icing it. Sure. And then I take that icy cold chilled uh, mixture, put it in my coffee, in my cocktail shaker with an ounce of Kahlua, an ounce of vodka, whatever your choice is. For me, I'm I'm on a gray goose run right now. Okay. Uh, And then I I personally, now you can do this any way you want because people have very strong feelings about dairy and dairy alternatives, et cetera, et cetera. And there's that new, what is that? uh, Is it called cocoa? What's that new uh, half and half that's made of like a soil? It's not soy, but it's either called cocoa whip. Cocoa whip is their whip, I think. It's the whip. But then they make a half and half version of that. So you could use that. Yeah. People are very sensitive about whatever their dairy is. Yeah. Personally, I'm using half and half and a little bit of heavy cream when I'm making I put heavy cream in my coffee. I love it. Yeah. Because I want that really, I want that feeling that I've been walking around Italy. This is really where you, when you get a shakerato, a shakerato, but that wow. feeling that you've been walking around all day looking at museums, yes. you have a little bit of a sunburn, even though you've been careful and yep. you've been wearing a hat mm. and it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. And you, you've just been pickpocketed. And you've just been pickpocketed, <laughs> and a, a gypsy has just dropped a ring in front of you on a bridge and said you dropped this, and then took everything out of your wallet, <laughs> or was holding a baby and then slipped her hand in your purse. Yes, that's another the, the, famous St. Mark's Square move. Yep. Uh, it's really more that you haven't been pickpocketed, so you're so relaxed that's that you, true. Do, you deserve you, got you deserve day. to sit down. Yeah, and. You order a coffee shake, basically, that they make there, which is a shakarato. 
And it's the most delicious coffee ice cream flavor that you can imagine. It's a little bit thick, but not too thick to sip. And I'll post my picture of my shakerata that I made in my club. Please do. Yeah. And the other thing I'm going to do, which I haven't done yet, is I'm going to figure out how to make coffee ice cream using a coffee because I'm really curious. I'm going to do two different kinds and I'm really curious. I was going to ask you if you if the vanilla will translate into the ice cream. I have a feeling the carrot house blend is going to be a better ice cream. I, I do too. I do too. For as far as yeah. I, as far as ice cream go because you're already getting those like creamy flavors into the thing that, that the vanilla you might not need for that. And the carriage house blend has such an incredible flavor. It's a strong flavor, but it's not a bitter flavor. Rana, do you know that I had to, okay, I do the duo every three weeks, but now I had to change it to two, which is actually exactly the opposite of what I told you of, of what your recommendation was for my coffee intake, but I've had to up my subscription. So you subscribed? Yes. So then you now I have to say the fabulous thing. So wait a second, you're getting it every two weeks. You're getting the two bags duo. of coffee. Yes, one of each. Yep. Interesting. Well, like I'll do like a you know some, depending on my mood, I'll throw one of the bags out the window to the lobsterman. It just kind of oh depends. okay. I thought that you meant just out the window. No, no. Well, you know, David Beckham used to do that. He has OCD. And when he sets up his refrigerator, he has a glass refrigerator. He likes to see all the beverages. And if there's too many cans of soda in a row, he'll just throw one out. Wow. That to me is the height of, I'm not worried where my next meal is coming from. No kidding. Why doesn't the housekeeper just put them in the back of the pantry? You just throw it out if it doesn't look right to You can't eat your money, Rana. You cannot eat your money. You can burn it to stay warm, though. Uh, but you know, the subscription, first of all, on domestic orders, I have to say this, uh, the shipping is always free, free. which I love. Cause when I order the coffee, it takes me about two seconds to order the coffee and I never have to deal with deciding it gets to you when it gets to you. Yes. They roast it, they ship it the same day. Okay. We all know this, but the subscription, you can choose the frequency. You could have it once a week, once a month, twice a month, three times, four times, whatever. You choose. And as soon as you order a subscription, $3 off the bag, which is a big savings because it's $20 a bag. Definitely. $17 for a bag of coffee. Yeah. So if it's even a coffee you just want in rotation, it's absolutely worth it. And you can, of course, cancel the subscription anytime if you, if you say to yourself, I'm not using this coffee. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so those are my drinks. The other thing that have been, um, oh, there is another alcohol I wanted to mention, which is Josh Camson, who you remember I met, I may, I mentioned as one of our longtime listeners. Oh, who he I does said, Josh Wines? I didn't know you liked no. that because I would have brought you some. What is Josh Wines? You've never seen the wine bottle that says Josh on it in cursive? No. Oh, you would love it. I'll bring some. Do you like barefoot? I've seen Jennifer Love Hewitt once, and I have um, a delicious. couple of bottles of that They're at my house. They're absolutely delicious. Because it's been brought to me on a number of occasions. Exactly, because it's yeah. terrific. But listen, do you know- Have you sent her the coffee yet? No, I should, though. Why has it- Did you see the video that Ad and Maureen did for us? You know what? I haven't watched it yet, but I got a notification about it, so I can't wait we to see We have so many celebrity spokesmodels it's now. It's incredible. Lemoyne did a commercial for us. He certainly Excuse did. Excuse me. 
Paget Brewster did a post for us Come on, on, uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. She has about 9 million followers. Are you who, all of the comments are, you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous, you're gorgeous. Yeah. Whether or not it's sold a bag of coffee, I have no idea. Right. I, these people are obsessed with her, and she looks fantastic. She's on a hit show she for a long time. Even put on lipstick for us, if you can believe it, in the picture. She'll look gorgeous. Uh, Aden Marine. Aden Marine. Right from New Little England Compton, zone. <laughs> right from Little Compton, Rhode Island. Did the cutest little ad. She loves Hikara Just Coffee. Yeah. Anyway, that's been fabulous. They've been doing all their reviews. Uh, Josh Camson, who you will remember as I described him as the president of the board of the co-op board. Yes. If, pa- if the Patreon Carriage House had a co-op board, He's Josh Camson would be on the board. First line of defense. Yes. Yeah. He would be able to keep track of all the business. Yes. He would be, he does he, people the would come to him with his grievances yep. and he would be able to be polite and political about That's it. Right. And then you and I would veto everything that they came up with. <laughs> but he is working with a company called Top Beverages, okay. which is out of the UK. And they are doing, they have a, now everyone, this seems crazy, but it actually looks delicious. They're doing a line of, I think they're rums that are CBD infused. Uh, so they're supposed to give you that extra level of relaxation, oh, yeah. but they also have flavored rums. And I have to say, I went on their website, which is called Top Beverages. Yeah, uh, and I haven't tried these yet, but I'm hoping to. They had two rums, which looked so delicious to me. One was a spiced rum, okay, and the other was a mocha rum. Oh, interesting. And everyone knows I want to do my own Kahlua now that I'm a coffee mom. He didn't have like a cupcake or sprinkles or anything like that? No, I don't know if there was a vanilla. We'll have to see. Maybe there was a celebration and it had colored sprinkles in it. Yeah, marshmallow. When we do our, get to our booze line, Brian, we'll do a cupcake sprinkle one for you and we'll do a Kahlua for me. Terrific. Uh, but 100% of the profits, at least for a time, and I don't know if they still are, go on the website, figure it out. Um I'm not pushing them. I'm just telling you, I thought this looked great. 100% of the profits from this new rum line is going to the NHS. Great. Wow. And I thought that was so exciting. And on top of that, I just thought they looked delicious. Wait, is so, Josh British? I don't think he is. I just think he works with this British company. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So now for our non-alcoholic friends, we have to give a little shout out because we've just been talking about booze for, Definitely. you know, so whether you're trying to not drink too much right now, I'm a few, I'm uh, not drinking too much the last couple of weeks because between my holly and my cocktails, as I said, my swimming was not keeping up with, uh, Lana, you with look that. Terrific. You always well, do. the fall will come around again and I'll have to get back into my leather pants and I'll be out of my comfortable linens and back into my leathers and I'm not really in the mood for a rude awakening when it comes to that. Got it. Uh, there are a couple of beverages I wanted to mention. Oh, and then we should have mentioned, sorry, we should have mentioned canned drinks. Okay. Which, again, fit in your Corksicle purse. Sure. Uh, or in your Yeti Cooler, which is a cooler. People are crazy about Yeti as a brand. Oh, yeah. My it's dad a little bit expensive, but people, oh, your father's a Yeti guy? Big time. Everything is I, Yeti. I bet he knows a cooler. Well, you know, they say a Yeti Cooler... They're not kidding. You can leave it in the car in direct sunlight with about four ice cubes in it and a bottle of wine, a beer, whatever it is. And that when you come back to it eight hours later, it will be ice cold. I've heard that line more times than you can count, Rana. Really? <laughs> he, uh, Your father and I might have more in common <laughs> than I thought. True. <laughs> but I read all about because I went on Wire Cutter. I wanted to yes. see what people Got were recommending. Yeah. 
and I wanted to vet everything. I went on GQ. I went on everybody to see where the manly men were getting what they thought of the coolest. You could have just asked uh, me, but yeah. And now I'm asking you, I guess. <laughs> but the other thing is my litigator, Laura Danielle, uh, you know, my litigator, oh, Laura, Laura Danielle, yeah. Yeah. She uh, is a big fan of these Besa, B-E-S-A wines, rosé they do in a can. Oh, cute. Which is you can bring your own. And then people love that white claw, but that's very young. Oh, my God. Do you know what I love? Is yeah. the, um, oh, I don't remember. Jill, Which one? Jill something? Or Jet Up and Joe? Jill. I don't remember the name. Actually, is Jennifer a- gave, gave me one once and it was so good. And is it a sparkling, uh, a hard sparkling drink? It's a hard sparkling drink. And yeah, it's like June, June, um, like the June of the day or something. Okay, well, looking forward, that'll, that could be our trivia question on the giveaway. Uh, but for people that don't drink, we have a couple of recommendations. One is Seed Lip, which we've talked about before. Well, I think we talked about it when we talked about the Oscars because they do a whole line of non-alcoholic cocktail mixes and wines, et cetera. I mean, all kinds of inventive flavors, gorgeous packaging. Great. And so if you are the kind of non-drinker who can either handle that or is looking for that kind of thing, it's a great way to do a mocktail. It's also the kind of thing, if you have drinkers and non-drinkers, you can serve them these seed lip cocktails. And then if somebody wants to add something to it, they can. So you can sort of make a pitch out, which I also like doing that, which is, you always have so much mint or basil from the farmer's market. So either doing a mint lemonade or a basil lemonade. Yeah. And then if people want to make it hot or they want to make it a seltzer or they want to cut the sugar in it a little bit, they can do that. Uh, and also the other me, thing- Also any lemon, cayenne, ginger, iced mixture is I'm all about. I love those. You love a master cleanse cocktail. I love a master cleanse cocktail. Good. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So then someone named Tess, I believe it is, wrote to us and said, my COVID kiki really took a 180 when I discovered limoncello LaCroix or LaCroix. Which is it again? LaCroix. You can tell my party days are over, by the way. I was nearly knocked sideways when trying a new flavor of sparkling water, I roll. Uh, I'd like to tell her, you have got to try. Topo Chico is my favorite sparkling water because it's extra sparkly. Oh, but they're flavored. Is that what you're going to talk about? The, the twist the of lime. I haven't tasted the grapefruit. The tr- I, they did. Oh, they recently fabulous. came out with a hint of lime. I love it. But I'll try the grapefruit. They have one grapefruit too. and they have lime, and they're both terrific. so good. I love that brand. Oh, you never had that. I usually have a little Topo Chico. It's hard to get on the East Coast. I didn't even know that. I've never. Even, I, I didn't even know it. they made a grapefruit. Um, they do. Those are, they just make those two flavors, and they're terrific. Terrific. So she's recommending the limoncello. She also right. said, by the way, as a throwback to Veronica, during the holidays when things were less hostile within family, I don't know what that means, I gifted a teak bathtub tray uh, to our sibling for our random our sibling random gift exchange, and my two sisters nearly brawled over it. Ugh, Thank you, bad. as always, for the perfect advice. I still use are you mine, still Ronna. using? Are you still using yours? Now, by the way, so I this, used to put it away after I used it, and I don't even now, anymore. But it's not getting moldy or anything. No, 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 not at all. Fabulous. So the other thing is, uh, there's a new beverage, and this is from the guy who created Chopped, those uh, salad stores in New York. Oh, sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, his name's Colin McCabe, and I know him because I know his wife, who's fabulous, who basically runs Chanel. 
So, you know, I'm on their, I'm on their, uh, you know, private customer list essentially. So I have a relationship with his wife, but in any event, he's like a food and beverage mogul. Incredible. Now this guy, I hate to tell you, he makes the Bixby boys look like Kevin Smith and his sidekick. You're kidding. This guy, is that handsome? This guy looks, he makes the Bixby boys look like they've been eating marshmallows for two months. I mean, okay. So in addition to being a food and beverage mogul, he's like a triathlete. So uh, when he was working on his triathlon, I don't know blah, if I could blah, go blah, for that. I don't need to feel bad about myself dating someone like that. Well, you don't have to date him because he's married with a bunch of kids. <laughs> but he created a new beverage where he basically took a, he was drinking these sparkling drinks and then he would take these uh, infusions. So basically healthy infusions that he needed, whether it was Siberian ginseng and this or that. Uh, but they're delicious. And he just started a new company. Anyway, the drink is called Free Rain. Okay. And if you want to figure out where to buy it, it's called, you go to Drink Free Rain. But it's rain like rain that comes out of the, oh. uh, yeah. Like uh, like the Lady Gaga song, Rain. Rain on me, yeah. Not yeah. like I've been raining for 50 years. No. Okay. Free Rain. Or not like the rain of a horse. But a cloud either. might say I've been raining for 50 years. It might. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they absolutely look delicious and they just hit the market. And this guy knows what he's doing because he's, he Ooh, did those sound so good. Yeah. Now tell me about dessert, Brian. Rana, you're going to be so upset when I have my dessert recommendation is. Tr- eat at Rana's house. Tra- well, yeah, duh. Chili witch or eat at Rana's house. The, the only the thing I have made homemade dessert wise, and it's great. It is a, sh- it's a shocking recommendation. Okay. It's the easiest thing in the world, and it's pretty low in the things that you, you know, doesn't ask for really any butter or hardly any sugar. But it's the Jenny Jones. (laughs) Jenny Jones, the talk show hostess? What? She has a YouTube video series of her cooking. I'm going to, I have to, we're going to have to end the show now. It's called JenningCanCook.com, and she has an ultimate chocolate cake. That is so upset. N- nothing to look at and really not much to taste, but it's so good. I love it. And, and so I have, I, that's the only thing I've made dessert wise in this whole thing. I didn't even know she was still alive. JennyCanCook.com. And she mostly actually, it's mostly she makes like little cakes and she makes a lot of Polish recipes because she's Polish. What is in this cake? Uh, uh, flour, um, cocoa. Um, some sugar, uh-huh. a little bit of oil, water. Do you cook it in a real pin, tin? Yeah, or you cook is it in it, a cake uh, pan. And you just decided to make it because she made it? I, I was so addicted to her series. Um, and so I, You got into that. You ran out of Judge Judy's and now you started watching Jenny, Jenny Can Jones. Cook. And I have to tell you, the Jenny, the the uh, <laughs> this is outrageous. The chocolate cake is the one she recommended number one for quarantine. So I was like, you know what? I have all these ingredients. I never use these ingredients. I'm going to yeah. give it a shot. And then she's a two minute frosting recipe, which sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Which is what? Well, she only makes enough for like a tiny, like a thin layer on top of. the Does cake. she tell you how many calories things things are? Is that part of it, or is it no. is that not really part of it? No, it's not okay. really part of it. Um, 
But the nice thing about the chocolate cake is you can adjust the sugar to how rich you want it to taste. So, like, if you okay. don't really want it to taste that rich, you can use not much. What uh, kind of cocoa powder are you using? Well, here's where it gets a little complicated. Uh-huh. I, she recommends something called Drust, which is... Drust, yeah. yeah. D-R-O-S-T, yeah. Dutch cocoa powder. But I don't have time to find out where to get that. So I use... You can get it probably at your, you know, stop and shop or Ralph. Well, she gets most of the things... And- yeah. That oh, she I gets bet. at World Market, she said. Yes. So she yeah. buys a lot of her ingredients there, but I don't really want to go there. That feels right. So, <laughs> so I just use its um, Hershey's or something. Oh, Hershey's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have a good cocoa powder recommendation? I'm not even kidding. Of course I do. <laughs> Come on. I use Schaffenberger or Dagobah. Gosh. Or, of course, if you can get your hands on Valrona. Which, when you're in your Sur La Table shopping cart, you could order yourself some nice cocoa powder and some nice vanilla. I was looking. And it would on take the, your recipes to another level. Well, I was looking at this. In, I hope you're using Caswell and Massey vanilla at least. No, but she did recommend that one. I'm using. Yeah, you've got it. I'm using. That's one, the kind of thing that it's a little, a couple dollars more expensive. But the truth is that it lasts so long, and it takes things to another level with the flavor. Do you know that it's Truly. there's alcohol in those? Oh, but I mean, alcohol, like, yeah, like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's what holds it together, but it's not the kind of alcohol that's going to make you drunk. No. 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 Plus it cooks off anyway. Tea, and it's a teaspoon and it cooks off. Yeah. Okay. So for desserts, I have Top to say that, this fall, Rana. Well, this falls in the dessert and the ritual category. Okay. And, you know, we got an email from uh, Emily and Oscar who are a mother and son that listen to the show together. Oh, yes. But they're, but they're not like the mother and son who are in an open relationship. Oh, God. They are a mother and a seven-year-old son. Now, and for some reason, he is crazy about this show, and he listens to it all the time. Oh, my God. That's great. And she said, hey, Ronna and Brian, we do whipped cream Wednesdays. I love this. Inspired by banana splits, but reinvented. Caramelized plantains, maduros, which means plantains that have, they come green and you have to let them uh, sit until they look like they're ready to be put in banana bread. Okay. Then she caramelizes them, which I'm assuming she uses a creme brulee torch or something. Goddess. Whipped cream, unsweetened, which I favor unsweetened. I do too. I do too. I like whipping, the heavy whipping cream whipped up unsweetened. Same with me. And if I'm in Vienna and I'm dieting, I'll have... I'll order a coffee and then I'll ask them to bring me whipped cream on the side and they'll do it. Because in Vienna, they want you to have what you want to have when it comes to dessert. Great. Uh, hot fudge. And then she says this one and she uses the cooking recipe from the New York Times, I which we've talked terrific. about how incredible that app is. Um, chunky monkey ice cream, holding it all together doesn't hurt, but not necessary. Can I tell you something? And we love your podcast. Emily and Oscar. Oscar, you are truly, you have created with your mother something that sounds so absolutely delicious. I'm going to say this. I would even eat it without the ice cream. Yeah. Just the- Oh, no, it sounds wonderful. The Maduros and the whipped cream and the hot fudge. That sounds terrific. I agree. I might want something cold in there, though. That's true. But you know what you could do is you could caramelize the plantains and then you could um, refrigerate them if you wanted to. Is that the same as- So they'd still be crunchy on top. But they'd be cold. Is that the same recipe as like Cherry's Jubilee? No, that's more like a flambe. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, so that's a little dessert. For me, what I've been doing, as Brian already knows, and people have heard me talk about this a million times, and I'm going to bore them to death, but I've been doing the Beatty's chocolate cake for mine, yeah. of course, which I've been using uh, carrot chow blend and shades of vanilla because it costs for one cup of coffee. Yes. Um, and I've been doing uh, my giant chip, which I brought back, which I'm crazy about. You made another one? That giant, uh, you want to know the truth? You're eating off the one. That giant chip, which is still going, and I'm eating it out of my freezer, and it's just as good all these months later as it was when I first made it. You're like- Incredible. That's terrific, Rana. I, what I, all I did was I did a batch of, I did a batch of Toll House cookie, uh, cookie dough with only the finest ingredients using my- um, Guitad chocolate, my Caswell messy vanilla, the right, you know, to me, the ingredients are what elevates. Th- these recipes are simple, but you have to, and Gordon Ramsay always says it, I hate to say it, fresh ingredients. Sure. I, d- I split the batter, so I cooked it in a springform pan. If you have two springform pans, you can do it at the same time. Cookie on the bottom. You have to wait for it to cool so you can flip it over because you want the Smooth centers edge. to be the same exactly. Uh cookie on the bottom, then you can put it back into the spring form when it's time to frost it. In this case, I used McConnell's vanilla bean ice cream, which McConnell's just released a new summer fruit flavor. Uh, And McConnell's is a fabulous quarantine tip if you want to send somebody some ice cream or you want to send it to yourself. Fabulous. Um, And then you put the other half of the cookie on top, throw it in the freezer, let it freeze in the spring form pan together. Absolutely gorgeous. Can't get enough of it. You know what? Oh, um, please. Sorry, go ahead. No, not at all. Then my shakerado. I'm gonna do my co- I'm gonna do a coffee chip ice cream with the uh, with our coffees, and I'll report back to people how that is. I always love an affogato, which is basically a scoop of ice cream with a little coffee espresso poured yeah. over it. Um, and then my other favorite recently has been the butterscotch blondies recipe. Yummy! I know you love butterscotch. From the New York Times app. Terrific. And my, the recipe, there's a couple of recipes on there, but I'm using the recipe from Yossi Arefe. You're going to be tempted to use the Melissa Clark. I'm warning you, use the Yossi Arefe. I would have gone to the Melissa Clark. I know you would have. That's why I'm warning you, because I tried them both. Okay. But it's worth reading the Melissa Clark recipe because you, you understand how much little adjustments Did I try the Melissa Clark? The Melissa Clark? Or Melissa Clark? Remember I came over and I- No, you had the Yossi Arefe. Those were tremendous. I, I took some back to the carriage house. Yeah. Those were so So my butterscotch, and I think they're even, you can add chocolate chips to them and they're delicious, but I actually think the naked butterscotch blonde <laughs> is, is perfect on its own. <laughs> Look, I made you laugh. I had one thing that, that uh, one other thing that I've been making this summer that it was a new thing. You're sp- it's supposed to be more of an appetizer, but I just eat it as a meal. And it's good. You're going to roll your eyes. It's so good. The America's Test Kitchen has a recipe for the uh, Mexican shrimp cocktail, which like uh-huh. is the kind my family in Mexico would always eat. And it's the kind that like you don't dip the shrimp in. It's all in a bowl together. So it's like the shrimp and the the sauce and avocado and cucumber and like some vegetables in there. Oh, it sounds delicious. You, you practically eat it like a gazpacho is, is sort of what I it's love like. that. It's so good. And, and really the recipe from America's, America's Test Kitchen of the Mexican shrimp cocktail is the best one I've ever had. I love the sound of that. It's so good. And it's so, it's one of those things that's like a lot of chopping, but it doesn't take a lot of time. And you don't even really, the only thing you cook for a minute is the shrimp and everything else is just you pour in. I love the sound of it's that. It's so good. Rana, I'll make you some. Now you've got a whole thing you're bringing, I'm bringing to me. You're whiskey bringing me sours. a whiskey smash. Yes. Whiskey sours, Mexican shrimp cocktail. Yes. 
And I'm going to bring you, well, I'll tell you what else. I'm going to bring you that drink that, that, um, our friend recommended with the, with the, uh, gin the bourbon? or the, excuse me, the bourbon and the Saint Germain, but I'll half it. And the other, whatever else was in there. You don't have to bring that to me. I'll make oh. the, I'll make the, I'll make some, I'll make my rosé. Well, you don't like wine, so I'll come up with something else. Uh, but I love the idea of that Mexican troop I'm gonna bring you some, delicious. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Music that you're listening to? Well, someone else said this too. I've been li- really Fiona Apple's album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. And we got a letter about that saying that someone was listening to that too. It's the only thing I've really been listening to this entire summer, along with up-tempo, old-school Mariah. Um, oh. I've been doing- what made you go to Mariah? That's fabulous. I'm not really sure. Oh, in terms of masks, I've been- I recently bought, because I didn't like the ones I had before, I recently bought the Everlane ones that are like five bucks a piece, but I can't comment on them yet because I don't know what, they, what they're what they like. Well, I bought, of course, and have been sending to people, Liberty of London does a five-pack. Here it is right here. Uh, oh, uh-huh. oh, those are cute. In their, in their signature Liberty fabrics. Oh, those are great. And I've been sending these to people, and I think it's 40 pounds for a pack of five. Okay. Which is really not bad uh, because there's five of them. Um, and that's a great gift, especially if people are in the UK. I love that. And then my uniform this summer has been, if you're, you know, I love, listen, I love a white t-shirt. Rana knows I love a white t-shirt. Yeah. I've had designer ones. The only ones I really like are the Fruit of the Loom. I'm not even kidding. And it's like six for $18. It's a six pack for like $18. And then I also... I'm really into the Todd Snyder seven-inch weekend stretch shorts. I'm, Excuse me? Yeah. So Todd Snyder. Are you wearing them right now? I'm wearing a pair right now, but I have them in every color. And so they- You love Todd Snyder. I, he did that champion He does all the champion that, line. Yeah. I love Todd Snyder. I love that these feel like a gym short, but don't look like that at all. And um, and they're just so comfortable. So you're comfortable yet put together. I mean, here's hoping, but yeah. Did you ever order the Birkenstocks men's clogs I told you about? No, and I'm going to because that sounds so delightful. So I want to add that to the list. Actually, that's what I need is like a shoe to wear. So this isn't really a shoe. It's a clog. But it's like a house shoe. It'll look so cute with your shorts. Great. It's It's a covered clog. And they do that, which is fabulous if you want to cover your feet because you're not crazy about the way your toes are looking in quarantine or whatever. I don't know what. But they also, people are loving the plastic Birkenstocks, which are like a pool shoe. Oh, cool. Which are apparently very comfortable. And then they make an adorable shielding Birkenstock, which I think is called the Arizona. Got it. Which I'm a big fan of also. Got it. Uh, But I think that covered Birkenstock would look great with what you're talking about. I love that. I will will look for them. Um, now what about, oh, for music for me, by the way, I have to say it's been all nostalgia. I've been listening to a lot of Holland Oats, of course. Sure. A lot of Vince Guaraldi. Great. A little bit of Bill Withers. I love that. And then when I'm looking to have a little fun, I'll go on Apple Music or whatever, and I'll type, punch in, uh, Italian, uh, restaurant music. If I want to feel like I'm in Positano or something like that, I put on a little fun. Do you know what I've Italian started doing music. when I'm working? On YouTube, there is a 10-hour video that just is called Busy Restaurant. And while I'm working, I'll put that on really low, and it's kind of nice. I love that. <laughs> uh, because for me, I'm a person who likes to either go to a bar or at a hotel, a bar at a hotel, yeah. or 
a coffee shop or a hotel yeah. lobby. If I have emails to answer, you know me, I don't want to always be in, unless we're in a city where we have, you know, a lot of fans and I can't really do something that's like true, that. But yeah. I usually stay at a, at a hotel that's exclusive enough that if someone's bothering me, security knows to come over and say, Mrs. Glickman, this is everything all right. I've but seen it a, I a few love yeah. to work in a lobby or a coffee shop or yeah. uh, so it's called busy restaurant. I think it's called busy restaurant. Yeah. I love that. Which reminds me, people have been uh, very into the Calm app during all this. Yes. Have you been doing any of that? People love it. And by the way, if you have Amex Platinum, it's free. Is that right? Yeah. They just added it. Huh. Yeah. I did, how did you know that? I didn't know I literally that. just got like a notification about it or something. Are there any other good Amex office that you've been finding right now? Mr. Porter so had an, one. Uh-huh. I haven't done anything with it, but I added it. But otherwise- it's an odd time for office. Otherwise, not really. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like their business is they off a of business is suffering a little bit right I now. Think they are. Um, but I'm going to add the Mr. Porter because speaking of Veronica, we talked about Mr. Porter. If you ever need to send anybody anything, and on Mr. Porter, it can be big, big, big ticket or small ticket. Yeah, I mean that ranges from like ten dollars yeah. to thousands. Yeah, because they have very cute housewares and gifts and things like that also. But they do a beautiful job of wrapping things. It's a beautiful presentation. So that when it arrives, it really feels like you got something. Yes. Um, but. Because people have been so into the Calm app, I don't know, have you done any of these bedtime stories or anything like that? I have done a couple, but uh, I think mine was read by Jeff Bridges. And oh, excuse me. It was really nice. But if I know where you're going with this, it's something I've wanted for a while. Well, I decided as a special treat to our listeners that I was going to do a Rana Reads and read a bedtime story oh to our God. listeners. Uh, truly, Rana, I, my, my spine has relaxed just from you hearing that. So Same. this is something that I'm going to release onto the free feed. And then probably what's going to happen is that's going to move into our Patreon for just a very... Usually what we like to do on Patreon is introduce exclusive content to our CHIPs first. Sure. But... I think everyone on the free feed could use a low relaxation. I couldn't agree more. And honestly, yeah. part really of the reason your unboxing it. videos are so popular, Rana, is you have a very calming voice. Well, I don't think of it that way, but if that's how people experience it, then that's wonderful. So I am going to read a bedtime story to uh, friends here, and we'll put it up in the free feed. It'll just pop into you. If you're subscribed, it'll just pop into your feed. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, Any clues like on it, what you're reading, or is that a surprise? Uh, it's a surprise. Okay. I will say it's a classic. Grace. Uh, which hopefully will, speaking of nostalgia, will bring people back. Um, and if there are books people would like to hear me read, they are welcome to tag me in an Instagram post, or maybe we'll put up a post and people can respond to that I have to, to, to say, post. I think that's the Mariah thing for me. It is the nostalgia thing. I think people are wanting that. Yeah. Reminds you of a time. Here's the thing. Everybody wants to be soothed and comforted. So you could either... Try and find something that makes you feel that way, or you can go into your databank and remember something that makes you feel that way, or you want to feel joy, or you want to laugh, or whatever it is, something that you know will give you that experience. Yes. And so why not go back to the well and go back to a time where you felt a certain way, or you were moved in a certain way, as opposed to having to hunt out for something new at a time when things are so uncertain? I cannot wait for this Rana Reads. I'm just so excited. 
So that's coming. And if it's a hit, we'll probably move it to Patreon because we've got to service SCHI page. Sure. $5 uh, to get into that carriage house, a new $5 episode every get, week. Yeah. $10 that's the to one. get sauna privileges, which is very exciting. So I guess I want to know for the last little bit here, I want to know what you're speaking of nostalgia, because I bet that features heavily here, what you're watching and what you're reading. Because we had a bunch of people write in to say that they're watching Columbo. That is, you know what? Columbo in The Sopranos. I have a friend who's really trying to get me into, um, she just went through Heart to Heart, and she's also really trying to get me into Murder, She Wrote. Is this Stephanie? Yes. This is yeah. Stephanie. I know. This that sounds like Stephanie. This is Stephanie. She's doing Heart yeah. to Heart. There was a Murder, She Wrote clip she sent me that was guest starring Vicki Lawrence and Joanne Worley. I've never been able to watch Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, I haven't either. Maybe it's good. I'll have to see if I can I've get I've mostly just it. been doing movies, to be honest with you. I'm wearing out HBO Max, which I know is apparently not doing very well, but like, I love- Oh, it isn't? Apparently, the the that most most people have not switched, even though it's free from HBO now to HBO Max. Um, that they just oh uh, well, that's yeah, but that's just that, that does, the app. I have to say is terrific. They have everything. Yeah, HBO but it is, is a little confusing because well, there are some shows that are still on HBO. They should just cut off HBO and tell everybody right because HBO, HBO is doing is doing very yeah. well, but HBO Max yeah. isn't. But everything I love, they're they're. I just People are loving that. Perry Mason. I haven't pa- watched it yet. Perry Mason, I think, is the biggest hit for HBO since the uh, the Game of the Kings or whatever. Game of Thrones? That's the one. Oh, my God. Honestly. Scooter Shot? Scooter Shot. Is that shot. what you called? Ski Ball? Scooter Shot. Scooter Shot. You know, Scooter Shot, Smash the Clown, Game of Kings. And I, I call you know. that drink that I can't get enough the- of. <laughs> the June of your world or something. Which the is- June of the day, <laughs> June of the moment. Uh, you know, of course, June of the moment. And then uh, and then the Green Bay Turkish Baileys. That's yeah. right, the Baileys. Yeah. Last night I watched Witch- Witches of Eastwick. Um, yeah, I've never seen it. It's. I have to be honest with you, it's not good, but it's well, shot, so- Did it look familiar to you? It was all shot yes, right no, here? no, I know. That's why I watched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's directed by George Miller, which I had forgotten. Huh. And- uh, the three women in it are so good, and Jack Nicholson too. Cher especially is excellent in this movie, but it's it's kind of crazy, but it's fun. And then I've been watching. I have to watch that, and I have to watch the other side of Midnight. I've been doing. I know me too. I've been doing wait. mostly thriller horror stuff. I don't really know why, but that's sort of been the track. Yes, the House of the Devil. I just saw. What's that? It's pretty good. It's shot like a horror movie from like the seventies. Um, but it was made a few years ago, and it's one of those that not much happens until, like, the last half hour when, like, it is outrageous. It's wild. Oh, that sounds fun. And then I watched M, which I had never seen, uh-huh. and The Passion of Joan of Arc, which I loved. Um, yeah, it's mostly been movies. And then, of course, my Judy, I watch, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then whatever, of course, we watch for Quiff. Whatever we watch uh, for Quiff. Oh, and I've been watching on YouTube Sale of the Century, which was the game show from the- Yes, yes of course. So hosted too. by Gene Rayburn? No, hosted by Jim Perry, a UPenn okay. graduate. Wow. Yeah. How do you like that? What about that? you, Rana? Well, I have been, I'm going to about to rewatch Deadwood, which is one of you my favorite- love Deadwood. Uh, favorite series of all time. And the truth is, a little known fact about me, is I've never watched the last series of Deadwood. I watched half of it because I found out that it ends abruptly and I got upset because I liked the show so much. I didn't want to just be left hanging. It was Ian McShane, so, right? Wasn't he the- 
Ian McShane's yeah. in it, Timothy Oliphant's oh, in it, who course. has yeah. only the greatest walk that anyone's you, ever had on television. We have television. talked about that before about his walk. He does have he a great an, walk. He is an incredible walk. Ewan McGregor has an incredible walk. I love a walk. Yeah. A walk is important to me. Sure. Uh, but Deadwood is, and I like a Western, but Deadwood is top notch. Uh, so I'm going to rewatch that. I'll, I'll, re- I'll watch it too. I've never seen it. I've been wa- maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll do instead of Quiff in the in the carriage house. Maybe we'll start watching Deadwood, Deadwood. or something. Yeah, but it's so many episodes it would be probably hard to talk about. We'll figure that out. Uh, we're here, you know. I've been loving. Yes, and I and I actually have been doing a similar thing, which is that I haven't watched them all because I know there's only that many. You're saving it. So I've only watched about four of them. Yeah, but it's an incredible show, and it's really very touching and joyful and sentimental and authentic. Yeah. Really authentic. It doesn't feel like a, a silly puff piece. It feels like it's really trying to get at the hat of something. Yeah, that's what I that's what I hear. That it's like something that's easily dismissible, but actually is excellent. Really, really well done. Yeah. It's really more of a docu series than a reality show right. or something like that. Um, I've been watching. I may destroy you. I hear is, that is incredible. Uh, it is very good. Yeah. And it and at times it's great. At times it's magnificent, and then there are times sometimes where sort of the timeline gets a little fuzzy or the you know little little uh, structural things. Sure. But it is really interesting. I think it's telling a lot of very interesting stories, and it's a window into a sort of. A generation, I don't want to say generation because that makes it seem like it's more sweeping. It's really the specificity of it that makes it so human and relatable. And the actors are all incredible. I highly recommend. Uh, And then, of course, First Dates Hotel, you know, I love Love. First Dates or First Dates Hotel. I find so soothing. And uh, now I'm on First Dates UK because before I've been watching Australia. So now I'm on UK. Yes, I'm only UK. I haven't watched Australia. Everyone says Australia is not as good, but I like that. that the Indian dating show Indian uh, Matchmaker yes I hear that's terrific have you watched that I yet? haven't but it's a huge hit Joshua Chaffin who you mentioned before is, is obsessed with that yes um, and then there was a great documentary on Netflix about Walter Mercado oh who, Mucho Mucho Amor Mucho Mucho Amor yes, have you watched that I did yet? and it was so fun it was so sweet yes. and heartfelt, and he was such a character. Such a character. And I loved it, yes. and I want people to watch that. Excellent. And then for movies, I'm sort of going between Criterion Collection and Blockbusters. Yeah. I'm really, really enjoying block summer Blockbusters right now. So I'll watch on my outdoor theater, which I mentioned. And, and actually, Maybe. there's some terrific, worth going to Wyakutta and not in inexpensive and it's the kind of thing where if you buy one that's too cheap it maybe doesn't work oh, like projectors but s- some great projectors out there uh if you want to set up a sort of outdoor right. movie theater that's cute um and then for books uh i i am kept pretty busy by our patreon book club selection yeah uh, and this month we're doing which i'm really excited about chiffon trenches by andre leon tally I mean, come on all about his rise to fame at Vogue. I have to say, if I'm going to read a fashion Anna book, Wintour. I said it before, that's the one I'm going to read. So, uh, and then I really want to read Wolf Hall by Hilary Mantel, which I haven't you read know, yet. You know, I have read some of her books. Um, yeah. Including Wolf Hall, and I'm curious to know what you think. 
Should you, I not start with Wolf Hall? No, you should. And, and I think you will actually get more out of it than I did because you have a really good memory. And for me, I kept having to flip back to see like, oh, it's very dense. who she's talking about and who is this again and who is this yeah. in the pecking order of things. And she gives you a full um, family tree. That can be tree. hard to keep track of, though. It, it was for me. Yeah. But, but, it, but um, people do – and I read the other one, too. Bear, uh, something the bo- – bring up the bodies. Yeah. Um, I think you will love it because you have a much better memory for stuff like that than I do. Well, we'll see, but I'm excited about yeah. it. And then uh, uh, one of our listeners sent us a book that her husband wrote, which I'm really excited about too. I think her name is Tara. And she sent us a book called The Fixes, which came out not long ago. The Fixers um, or The Fixes? The Fixes, F-I-X-E-I-S, okay. The Fixes. Um, written by Joe Palazzolo and Michael Rothfeld. And what it's, I think that they're either Wall Street Journal, one of them might be a Wall Street Journal reporter and one of them might be a uh, New York Post, or I can't remember exactly, but it's all about all of the people who in New York City oh. uh, and in the Inquirer, et cetera, who have been enabling Trump. So the Michael Cohen's, the American media guy, David, what's his name? Sure. It's all about that. And I can't wait. So it seems like it's a real gossipy slash journalistic New York trash dump. Oh. Which I can't wait to wade into. And I forgot to mention this when we talked about gardening, which is if you're looking for inspirations, if you want to do succulents or anything like that, we got this absolutely gorgeous book from one of our Dry gardens, high style for low water gardens. Exactly. And it's by Daniel Nolan. And I have to tell you, it's a Rizzoli book, which is a a beautiful imprint. Sure. Um, and some of these landscapes are just gorgeous. So if you're a succulents person or, or a drought person, I mean, even just to look at some of these houses, it's like a total escape. I do love book. that It's love. so gorgeous. Beautiful coffee table book, which we keep in the carriage house. Gorgeous. All right. I mean, I'm sure we forgot to do a thousand things because we always do. Um, but Rana, I, I do- think if someone were to ask pickup or delivery, I would say to them, well, we certainly delivered. It wasn't great. I think, I think that I think that's very nice. Oh, uh, one thing I did want to say that is in Canada. Apparently, uh, the Canadian CDC Center for Disease Control has put out a whole list of tips about if you are now. It really more applies to Canada because their numbers are not like our right. numbers here. So I probably shouldn't even barely uh, say this, but we do have a very international audience. We do. And um, also so it could be a lesson for us. Like if we really get things together. Maybe we could get there. Yes. Uh, which is they put out um, a whole list of guidelines for people that are still seeing other people in quarantine and basically how to have safe sex during uh, in the in the time of COVID. Very helpful. And I would say think very carefully about what's going on in your community. I mean, this is a huge country that we're in and it's a big world out there and every community is experiencing very different situations. So please think wisely and act responsibly and don't just, you know, I know we're all tired of this happening and we all want it to end, but it isn't over yet. And it's, you know, hopefully what we were doing here on this show today is showing you that even though we're all feeling a little fenced in, that there are ways to still find pleasure and enjoyment and to connect with other people. AKA uh, save your hump for after Trump. Oh, I like it. 
Maybe that's our new T-shirt. But I think what you said was nicer. Um, but I think that's wonderful. And so, again, go to the Ask Rana Instagram if you haven't followed us. Um, we have a bunch of giveaways we're going to be doing. We'll be putting them up next week. Um, we have the Santa Maria Novella hand sanitizer, uh, uh, mosquito repellent, the Aesop hand sanitizer, the incredibly exclusive Ask Rana Kiss Kiss mug, this which is, is no about joke. to hit the markets. But it'll be you and me and Brian will be the only people that have it. That's it. Just the, just, uh, just us. And the course, the Chilliwitch, not to be confused with the Chilliwitch. Not the Chilliwitch. But the Chilliwitch uh, tableware, et cetera. Yes. Gorgeous, um, all of them. So I think that's it. We don't have any ads or sponsors or oh, anything no, wait. today. Oh, so let's, oh, thank you. Thank we you do. so much for tuning thank in. Thank you, Rana. Have a I wonderful actually, Rana, week. so sorry, sorry. There was one. No, there was. I did up. secure. Join I us did in secure. the Patreon carriage house, of course, every Friday. Patreon.com slash askrun. Just almost finished, Brian, with that oh, message. Sure, okay. Patreon.com slash askrun. Yeah. And keep an eye on the free feed in your subscription, if you're not already subscribed, right. for Arana Reads that might be popping up to help you calm yourselves during quarantine. I'm glad you brought up the, fee feed, the free feed, um, not only because we're doing it right now, but also because I was able to secure an opportunity oh. for this free feed with a sort of, I just had a special thing I wanted to do for you and the show. So this is probably a surprise. Oh, that's so sweet, Brian. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of thrill you a little and and let the listeners in on something that they could also be a part of and really uh, support. So um, hit it. Do you miss delicious lobster <sighs> dinners at a restaurant? Yeah, so good. <laughs> oh, I know I do. <sighs> yeah. I'm a lobsterman on Massachusetts Bay, and... This is my commercial. So he's such a nice voice. How is this happening yeah. again? We get started wicked early, before the sun comes up. Hard worker. Gotta bait those traps before anything else can happen. We should change our theme song our to this ad. traps are made with 100% organic hemlock wood. Our bait is wild I told him to put that in. Order Harry's Lobsters for home delivery. Now serving Marblehead, Newburyport, Swanscott, Patsalyn, Nahant on Tuesdays, and Winthrop. And soon to be shipping nationwide. We only sell fresh lobster. And we only take American Express. That's true. So, Rana, I just couldn't remember if um, – anyway, I just want to tell everyone 555 Lobs. And also, uh, Rana, I think, is going to take care of the ship. We're figuring that part out. But, um, yeah, the lobsters will be ready soon. And how exciting that we brought in a new sponsor for the show and the free feed got to hear it. And I – listen, I actually think the whole ad should be our new theme song if I'm picking. Okay. I want to thank our new sponsor. I do too. You know, I purposely didn't do my normal chit chat about Gold Belly, and I was going to tell people that they could order from Legal Seafoods, oh. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so now I can now these are home, Harry's home delivered lobsters. Is that right? I mean, so it's like, is this just in the greater Boston area? We're, no, we're trying, like, we're trying to do nationwide. We're trying to do nationwide. Yeah. So I guess I could call legals and ask how they do it. Although I'm sure it's yeah. expensive. Yeah. I got to say, Brian. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this offline, but I'd be very curious mm-hmm. the rate that you charged for that ad. 
Oh, because uh-huh. uh, we charge for ads here. I don't know if you. Well, I um, did a we did a swap. So he's well, we gonna- do it two ways. We either charge for mm-hmm. something an ad, mm-hmm. uh, or if it's something we really believe. So in, that's this, like the F Homekins podcast, yeah, sure. Stay F Homekins, uh-huh. or you know whatever it is. Sure. Like Scam this whole ep- the whole episode, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that no one asked us to talk about these things. These are just things we love that we talk about that we. Oh endorsed. yeah, none of that's sponsored. Yeah. Except for the thing we love so, the most, which is the last thing. Except for the thing at the end, which is now I'm selling home-delivered lobsters that I've never tried, Yeah, that I happen to know he doesn't even have access to his boat anymore, he so right I don't know now. where these lobsters are coming from. It got from. really, he, I mean, he got in a huge fight. I happen to know he's been arrested once or twice for throwing bread off the pier. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he doesn't catch them. He does do, uh, he does, does, it's not all above board, yeah. as they say. So, Okay. You snuck your little ad in. Yeah. Not to mention, it could use an update. He has a Hollywood star right here. I don't know why you didn't do the I think voiceover. I'm, you know what? I think that's been the problem the whole but, time. And I think yeah. I think it just is, as you like to say, right words, wrong face. So I think it's just right words, wrong voice. So if I do the ad, I think you're going to feel differently. So I would like to actually do one. Thank you for joining you're us. Welcome. Oh, yes. Thank we you. hope you enjoyed the COVID cake game. Yes, we do. Join us on Instagram. We're going to have the giveaways. And we can't keep sending us your suggestions and your this is and your that's because we love hearing it. And we're going to talk, uh, we're going to share it with with everyone else in the carriage. Do you think Yadvina could call legals and ask them how they do their shipping? Do you think you could call a few people and find out if they have any rentals available in Marblehead? That's really the question that we need to be asking ourselves. He can't afford Marblehead, Rana. Okay. Well, maybe you can. I think I know what it, you're saying. It might be time to clear out the carrot No, we'll test. talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm going to bring you a whiskey sour, get you drunk, and you'll forget it. It might be time to clear out the carrot no, I, I don't. Yeah. All right, dear. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll figure out when we're doing our next socially distance kiki. No, we'll I'm get, gonna, I we'll already told you what I'm making. We'll get something on the books. Well, we don't have to. My schedule's we'll pretty- get something on, We'll get something on the books. Okay. Kiss, kiss. Bye. Rona Glickman here to let you know that a special bonus episode of Rona Reads The Giving Tree is in your feed right now. So do yourself a favor and check that out and let me calm you to sleep with an old-fashioned bedtime story with a twist, excuse me, all the way from Mabblehead. Kiss, kiss. We promised you it on the cakey and it's waiting for you now. XO, Rana. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.